Blog Talk Radio. Sisters, yes, indeed. What could be higher than this? Yes, sir, indeed. Shabbat shalom, shabbat shalom, my brothers and sisters out there. Peace to you out there. How y'all doing out there? Welcome into another broadcast right here of Culture Freedom Radio that works right here on blogtalkradio.com. Yes, sir, Culture Freedom Radio is most definitely in the house, most definitely in this house right here on what they call a Friday night. Yes, sir. And we're in this house right here, February the 23rd, 2024, my brothers and sisters. Yes, indeed. Tonight, we got a topic of conversation right here tonight for you. Um, and we just want to just, just throw some things out as we always do, try to get into some great conversations, some thought-provoking conversations, if we can do that for you right here on Culture Freedom Radio Network. Tonight, we just want to have a, there's a question we got to throw out there, y'all. Got to throw this out here. What the hell is going on in America? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me say it again, y'all. What the hell is going on right here in the shores of Elijah Muhammad, you just say, y'all, of North America. But what the hell is going on in America, man? It's so much, oh, Lord, have mercy, y'all. We turn on the news, we see so much craziness in the news, whether it's on television news, the internet news, whatever it is, social media. Man, there's some crazy things that's going on in America. And tonight, we just want to talk talk about a couple of things tonight right here on Culture Freedom Radio Network. Hey, we got the dynamic duo in the house right here tonight. We got the dynamic, what does he say, the duo, y'all? Is it trio? Let me say trio. That's three. The trinity, y'all. Hell, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, we got our brother Alpha Male in the house tonight. 
right here for this broadcast tonight. And we got our good brother. You know who he is, y'all. The Rabbi Demore David Israel in the house. Yes, sir. And I am your brother, Brother Morey Ari Israel, also known to you as Brother Sunray Nine. And we are your gracious hosts right here for Culture Freedom Radio Network. But with that said, brothers and sisters, we want to get these lines open and get these brothers in here, and we're going to have us a great conversation. Man, if y'all missed the end, man, especially the last part of the last show, ooh, we, and we had some parts on the last show that we didn't even get a chance. I mean, it, it, it didn't even get recorded because, you know, time ran out, and we went a little bit over, even on the overtime. But, man, it was some great things I wish could have got. Uh, maybe it wasn't meant to be. I mean, uh, throw it out there, y'all, because brothers of them were going in. What is it, brother them? Yeah, brother them was going in. The brothers was there. They was dropping some stuff, man. I'm telling y'all. But, hey, but that's how we do it right here on Culture Freedom Radio. But tonight we just want to talk on, I said, man, what the hell is going on in America? And uh, I just got a couple of things I want to throw out to my brothers on the panel tonight. And then, you know, they got something they want to throw out. Hey, y'all got something y'all want to throw out? Then ask us. You can do so at area code 319 Five two seven sixty sixty eight. One more time, starting with the area code three one nine five two seven sixty sixty eight. Yeah, and justice is not in the house tonight with us. Democratic Joe is what I call him, y'all. Oh, Democratic Joe, but he he claims he ain't a Democrat no more. But you know what, y'all? Once a Democrat, always a Democrat. You might change your Democratic status, but some of them Democrats. They still think democratically. Yeah. Uh-huh. Democratic Joe. Uh, I know he's going to get me for that one, but hey, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Uh, peace to you out there, Justin. All right, y'all, my brothers, y'all, we can come on in the house and let's talk about it tonight right here on Culture Freedom Radio. What the hell is going on in America? Mm-hmm. Peace to my brothers right there. Uh, my, my brother, my brother, Shabbat Shalom, Brother David, and Brother Alphamil. Y'all mics are open and fired up and ready for y'all to go. Shalom, brother. Shalom. Yeah, shalom. Shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shalom. Shabbat 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 Liberation Tabernacle, yeah. Lions Vibes Radio. Yeah, I would like to give all and thanks to everybody listening to the show. Uh, I would like to give a special thanks to my brother Alpha Male uh, for being on here with us tonight. And uh, I would like to give a special thanks to my good dear brother who I love very much. I speak no other than Moray Ari Israel. Great brother. You know, we had differences in the past, but guess what? We came back together. We came we, we came right back together. So like Bill Wilson said, just the two of us. <laughs> so yes, we back together. We back together. So uh so uh, I'm glad you mentioned that about the damn Democrats because I got something to say. 
Uh-oh. And I know, and I, and I know you, y'all know Maury David is real. Don't give a damn. He don't care. So I'm going to first start out. I'm going to start this conversation off. Uh, now, y'all know David is real, how he does, and how he talks, and I don't give a damn. But first thing I want to start off talking about is these damn Democrats. The Democrats, I'm glad you brought that up about the Democrats. When we're looking at uh, Democrats.org, which goes into the release of Democrats, and y'all can go on that website anytime y'all want. They'll clarify anything. Some of the things, I don't believe in voting. I don't believe in the politics. Uh, I should say I believe the politics, but politics is politics, and I do not like politicians. I'm going to make that known. My ruler, my God, my leader is Yah Elohim. So, and the Torah is my rule and my guide. So, I'm going to get into Democrats.org. On Democrats.org, it says who we are. So the Democratic National Committee is committed to electing Democrats everywhere, from the school board to the Oval Office. Says we're mobilizing voters across the country and building on our historic victories in 2020 and 2022. Together, we will build a better America. So... When we're dealing with the Democrats and Republicans, I call them the Crips and Blood. <laughs> um, yes, sir. It, it says right uh, on their website, um, Democrats will promote racial justice through fair, just, and credible governing of all public serving institutions and in the formation of a public policy we will push for a societal transformation to make it clear that black lives matter and that there is no place for racism in our country so the Democrats uh they uh, line themselves with Black Lives Matter. Um, and when we're looking at Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter is a LGBT front for, um, for as far as black politics. Um, the founders of Black Lives Matter are Democrats and they're LGBT. Uh, all it was founded by four black feminists who were 
bulldaggers or lesbians, I should say, um, <laughs> which is well-known facts. Uh, David is not lying on nobody. You go look it up. Um, but something, when we're talking about these Democrats, I mean Democrats, that I, I, I want to put out there. Uh, Democrats push for LGBT community. There's a Democrats, according to their website, applaud the decision by the Supreme Court that recognized that LGBT people, uh, like other Americans, have the right to marry the person they love. But there's still much work to be done. LGBT kids continue to be bullied at school. Restaurants can refuse to serve transgender people as same-sex couples are at risk of being evicted from their homes that is unacceptable and must be changed. So, oh, God damn. so the what? Democrats, not, yeah, so Democrats not only push for uh, what you call it, Black Lives Matter, but they straight up push for LGBT rights, especially for the kids and for adults. Now, According to the Torah, Leviticus 18.22, man should not lie down with mankind as with womankind is abomination. So as Torah followers, homosexuality, LGBT, is abomination. Now, if you're a grown man, grown woman, you do whatever the hell you want. But the fact that they're saying in their article, LGBT kids continue to be bullied at school. Why are you pushing for LGBT kids? That's perversion being pushed on the kids. Okay, if if you are a pervert and you are a grown-ass man, you are a damn weirdo, uh, which LG, LGBT people are damn weirdos. Do you, nigga, this shit on the kids? That's something I have an issue with. You know, two grown men uh, bumping and grinding on each other, y'all niggas going to hell. But to push this on children is something I have an issue with. I have an issue with, if if you are a kid, right, and you consider yourself LGBT, listen at this. Well, who taught you to be LGBT? That's, 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 because I'm going to tell you something. No kid be knowing about no sex with no damn nothing, uh, uh, same sex. There's uh the Wade Wade son Zaya or Zion Wade or whatever that little weirdo name is. 
he looked like Cicely Tyson. Every time he got his hair done, he looked just like Cicely Tyson. That little boy, he he, he looked just like Cicely Tyson. Go look that nigga up. So uh, this little boy is, what, about 13, 12? They been pushing him as transgender and all this. I want to know who taught him to be gay. His daddy. Who, who, you know, is, who taught him this? Is it gay daddy? Yeah, exactly. Dwayne Wade. You funny his damn self. Yeah. But see, this the thing. Look at who's pushing for this. Democrats. Yeah, but that you that, what you said that was a website that you was getting this stuff about this hit that uh, what you said Democratic who what's the name of it Democrats dot org and that's on their website that's that's saying this yes sir it's on their website it, you said, their can website. you go back one more time is a part that you said. That something about they being threatened or something. Did you say something about they being threatened? What's that? Can you read that part again? It's a Democrats applaud decision by the Supreme Court that recognized that LGBT people, like other Americans, have the rights to marry the person they love. But there is still much work to be done. LGBT kids continue to be bullied at school. Restaurants can refuse to serve transgender people. Same-sex couples are at risk of being evicted from their homes. That is unacceptable and must change. That's what they say, Democratic Party platform. Okay, but like yeah, this. Go ahead. Bro. I, I ain't trying to cut you, but it was one part I want, I want to emphasize. I want Alpha Male really to, to kind of emphasize. If he said something, Reed, I asked you to go back. If he said Alpha Male came when he said something last week. Now, especially saying they are being threatened, and they they always saying they're being bullied. But brother Alpha Male, if you don't mind, brother, did you you said came in last week and you were saying something about these. The lately about the latest these couple latest school shootings and mass shootings. Who did you say they were done those, brother? And even Lakewood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's always uh, uh, a faggot or a tranny. The, <laughs> yeah. the, the latest church and school shootings, and even the club shootings in Florida back in the day, it's always a faggot or a tranny. I mean, it's, it's a proven record. Matter of fact, I'll go even deeper. Um, your secret societies like spy agencies, uh, CIA, FBI, and all that shit, well, most of them are homos too. Mm. You know, people don't know it, but see, you, you got to be one hateful son of a bitch to do that kind of stuff. And what I found with them type of people is that they, they are extremely angry and volatile. You know, so they try to twist it around like we're a danger to them. No, they're a fucking danger to us. Damn. 
And I hadn't seen, uh, I've been several restaurants and places. I hadn't seen nowhere where they've kicked, you know, homosexuals out of a restaurant, denied them service. I hadn't seen it. I see them working in the restaurants and sit more than, than anything. I, I mean, I ain't seen them got kicked out. I don't see that something. I hadn't seen it, y'all, that they talking about. Even growing up as a child, I I had never seen none of that stuff. Uh, so where is this they being threatened and all of this stuff came from? Now, I, it's one part, very fast, and I'm going to let there you go continue. I just heard my wife talking about it um, to some friends of hers on the phone. And she said, it's this guy that was here in the city of Memphis. He just killed the transgender. But then they be talking about the transgender just killed him. But here's why it, he I mean, he killed that transgender. Because his he had been dating a transgender secretly for three years or something, but he started messing with a uh, a straight female. Um, and a, somehow the straight female found out that he was dating a transgender and something was going, because somebody told her, and there was a whole bunch of stuff with that, and she confronted her boyfriend about it, and something he told um, was transgender to delete all the messages and all of this type of stuff, but some, somehow, though, but then at the end, he ended up, uh, told the transgender to meet him somewhere and he wanted to talk to him and he ended up killing the transgender because he didn't want his girlfriend to get all the messages and all of that stuff. So he killed him because of that. Not because he was a transgender, because of the, the secret relationship that he was having with this transgender. That's why he killed her. Uh, well, that's my bad, y'all. Him. Well, I, I heard that story. And yeah, I just heard my wife talking about it. I didn't see it. I, I don't know how recent this was, but I don't know. There was, was it a young guy? I, it, I don't know, brother. I, I just heard her talking about it. I don't know how recent. Well, I, I, it might just happen. I should have asked her right fast. I don't know. Okay. I know one story. A young fellow was dating this, what he thought was a chick. And the chick never... The, the dude never told him that he was a tranny. And uh, so he think he, he, you know, dating a girl. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> when he when he found out, it, it, it just fucked his head up. He ended up killing it. Damn. You Let know, me go ask the way y'all are talking right I'm going to go ask. I'll be right back. All right. Yeah, because that, that's dirty. You know, you don't, you don't do that to nobody. Nobody cares what you are. Until you weaponize it. You still there, Dave? Yeah, I'm still here, bro. Yeah, I'm still yeah. here. Oh, yeah. What's up? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back. She said it was right. it, that just happened, brother Alpha Mayo. But she said no, nah, it was something somewhere else. It was it wasn't here in Memphis. It was somewhere else. But yeah, okay. she's, is that, that that story recently just happened. So he was trying to hide his secret. Yeah, because his girlfriend found out. Yeah. So 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 again, a gay dude killed another gay dude. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah. So think about it. <laughs> you think about he it. Knew, yeah. He, he knew he was boning that dude, so that makes him a faggot. So there, yeah. there we go. <laughs> there you go, yeah. That's the definition. That's the definition of homosexual. Yeah. Man, yeah. Man, you know what? 
And something I want to put out there, too, about these homosexuals is, okay, just just think about this shit, too. When you're dealing with the, the excessive homosexuality, I didn't. More rare, yeah, you sent me that thing with Michelle Obama with her big ass dick in her drawers. That kind of screwed me up. So, uh, it was Photoshop, but I had to get what you would deal with. Uh, yeah, that's just as, just as you want to see your girlfriend, man. <laughs> yes, but anyway, I'm going to put something out there about this. When you're dealing with the especially the LGBT, especially transgender, I keep saying this, transgender people model themselves after botany. I keep saying this. They model themselves after botany. Y'all need to check this out. If you look up the... the uh, the God Bob Smith Balfamit. That's transgender. <laughs> That's pretty much the transgender lifestyle. Yeah. So y'all, y'all really check that shit out. Look up Balfamit. Balfamit is half man, half woman. Well. The, yeah, the bathroom is a hermaphrodite. You yep. can't get surgery to become a hermaphrodite. They, mm. they, just, they, they just don't. That's, that's all I can say. You know what yes, I mean? You, it, the bathroom has half man, half woman, just like a hermaphrodite. And then you think you cut off one part, you become the other? No. No, it don't work like that. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> And brother, I had a I had a story I want to ask y'all brothers about. What's y'all well, what's y'all thoughts on this one? And Dave, you sent it to me. I didn't even know this one, Dave, till you actually sent this story to me. Damn, I gotta pull it back up. Damn. Uh, cause you had sent this story to me earlier today. Uh and some brothers we they had this discussion at work. And um the stuff they came up with, let me see, can I play the video? It just happened here recently. I got to get this commercial out of the way. And the thing, once I play this, then I tell y'all some stuff that happened at work with the guys, what they were saying. It just, it, it was just really sickening to me, man. The mindset some of these people have. Okay, let me see. It's coming. Here we go. A mother faces charges tonight after a five-year-old was seen on social media waxing a nude adult. Good evening. I'm Joe Burke. And I'm Joy Redman. That child's mother now charged with child neglect. Action News 5's Tavarius Haywood speaking with cosmetic industry professionals tonight who are speaking out about this situation. He's live now with details. Tavarius. Well, first, we're not going to show you the graphic picture that's been blasted all over the social media. I did speak to one professional who says there's a lot of other things that you can show your five-year-old other than waxing a grown adult. Memphis mother, Jasmine Moss, reportedly ran her hair removal business from this home in Westwood, according to police. Although two cars were in the driveway, no one came to the door to talk to me about the recent social media post that sparked a Memphis police investigation. I did speak with Melanie Salisbury, the owner of the Memphis Skin Academy, 
in Bartlett. Myself being a mother, I probably would not have my child as young as five um, doing services such as that. Moss's social media post showing a five-year-old girl waxing a nude adult went viral last week. The Memphis Police Department says the images were uploaded to Moss's Instagram account to promote her hair removal service. In Tennessee, you have to be at least 16 years or older to actually um, get hours to obtain a license for becoming an esthetician. Police documents say the Post claim her daughter waxed 24 clients for more than eight hours. Salisbury says waxing is too dangerous for a child. Even as an adult experienced professional, you can get burned. To become a licensed esthetician in the state of Tennessee, you must complete 750 hours of training and pass written and physical exams. Salisbury says although it is not illegal to have an esthetician business in your home, there are laws and regulations. Long as it's um, inspected by our Tennessee State Board of Cosmetology, they come through and inspect the uh, premises and other things that may surround it with your local code enforcement and things of that sort. For the safety of the public, it's always, I always advise my students to work in a professional setting. Well, just to be clear, Moss's business and Salisbury business are not connected in any way. No, that's, that's not. But she, I don't know. Well, was it? Yeah, it was a girl, little girl, five years old, um, doing bikini waxes and stuff on grown ass, naked ass women. I don't know. Maybe there was some men. I don't know. But um, they said she, like I said, did a wax waxing 24 clients within eight hours. Five years old girl waxed 24 people in an eight-hour span. But the thing I was, the question that the brother, one of the guys he was bringing up, sometimes we'd be having the topics on our, in the CB radios at work, and a guy asked that question, what he thought about it. And, y'all, it's pitiful. Both of them guys up there, John was saying, they don't see nothing wrong with it. I don't see nothing wrong with it. You know, some was saying, well, maybe she's just trying to tra- train the little girl up, you know, to, to learn the business and you know, all this to take over the bit, you know, take a little bit. They was like, but the, the whole point, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Then some fools said, well, they got the same body parts. And hey. one of I got one of the guys on the job, he snapped. He went out, man, y'all some sick mother, man, y'all some pervert. Y'all mother. He just snapped the hell off. And I got it out like I said, bruh, big up to you saying that. I said, man, y'all, this pitiful. I said, man, if we weren't about, I said, don't say nothing then. I always, sometimes, I always get on the ass when they get to say ignorant shit. I um, speak up with the trust, but don't y'all say a damn thing when they pass this pedophile law, this pedophilia law, and they want a grown-ass man walk up to you and grab your little son penis. Don't say a goddamn thing then. I said, man, these are children. These are children. But what y'all thought, man? But some people like, hey, man, well, you know, ain't nothing wrong with it. Well, it's like, you know, but that's a lot of things they were saying. They didn't, a lot of them said they didn't see nothing wrong with it. You know, that's that's some disgusting shit. Yeah. Even though it was a girl doing it, and they were grown women, it was women, but that's... that's that's disgusting. That's fucking disgusting. Now, let me tell you something. Yeah. 
I'm a licensed, and everybody knows by now, I'm a licensed barber and a licensed cosmetologist instructor. There are certain components in cosmetology where we do waxing. In the state of Virginia, cosmetologists can actually do waxing. I learned how to do waxing. Not bikini waxing, but eyebrows and, like, arms and legs. I could do all of that. Now, as the lady was saying when you, in that video, the lady said she was an instructor for an esthetician school. You heard her say that, right? Yep, the woman, mm-hmm. yep. When you're dealing with waxing, and before you can even take the state board to get waxed, you have to be as 16. That's the minimum age for to get a cosmetology license, a barber's license, an esthetician license. Even, even, I don't give a damn, even if you are a 16-year-old with an esthetician license, a cosmetology license, you should not be doing that shit. You should not. And matter of fact, in the state of Virginia, a lot of these massage parlors, and I, I don't give a damn, I'm going to put it out there, a lot of the massage parlors, because, you know, in the state of Virginia, we, we, we have what you call, we, we're pretty much military state, so we have Filipinos everywhere. This is like Asian heaven around here. If anybody out here love Asian women, this is the state you come to. I don't like them, but anybody else do. Now, Filipinos and Asians are known for having massage spas. Um, they're known for having a lot of these places like that, massage parlors, esthetician, nail salons, where they do waxing and stuff. They have been raided in a lot of these places for shit like that in the state of Virginia. They have been raided. A lot of these places have been raided for that same particular bullshit. Prostitution goes in a lot of these places also. Yeah, especially, especially down here in Virginia. Massage parlors are known for that shit. They're mm-hmm. known for that shit. And they do esthetician work in a lot of these massage parlors. They do a lot of them in these nail salons. So this is something, especially with the Navy. Navy guys are known for frequencing these massage parlors and uh, uh, esthetician places where they got to get waxing and pimples popped. They're known for that. And trust me, I worked in hair salons. I worked as a professional hairstylist doing women's hair. It'll be nothing but I'm being serious with you. I've worked with female stylists who have been fresh out of cosmetology school. I'm talking about white salons. 
Yeah, I'm going to tell you, ain't nothing but damn uh, white perverts in the Navy that go in there, especially to them girls' chairs. Oh, yeah. That's something that y'all have to really look out for. Yeah, but those people, they are grown, though. I mean, even though that, you know, is something they might be doing not legally with the state, but they are grown. This is a child. My point with them is when when are we going to let children be children? Right. Yeah. That's that's nothing, and they were like they didn't see nothing wrong. Well, what was it if they working and so? On. I said, bruh, the point is that with all of this um, sexual perversion that's going around, you should not have a five year old child touching any adult body parts. Point blank. Yeah. Period. That was, and they seem to a lot of them. They seem to not grasp it because a lot of them they just don't give a damn and that's what i'm seeing is this uh that i I was explaining to one of the guys who even asked the question he you know i was like bruh we have gotten away from a a lot of traditional values as so-called black people we have gotten away from it i said because there were certain principles and standards that we had like mom back in your your mama and grandmama them back in the days the girl come around, a you know, company come over, and there's a grown ass man, and she just she could, you know, little girl, no problem, no, she looking all in his face. Go somewhere and just sit your little fast ass down, get out that grown ass man face. You know better than that. Back then, you, you all this twerking and stuff back then, like they like they doing now, and people thinking that's cute. Nah, uh-uh. mama them, we said mama them and grandmama them, man, you they weren't gonna play that. Sit your fast ass down. But you, so all of that, nah, that wouldn't have happened. But we live in a cultural now or society now, and we talk about black folk. It seemed like don't give a damn. Or like I said, it's say grown ass men now, and some of them got children. Mind you, come out, they don't see nothing wrong. They like R. Kelly. I don't see nothing wrong. That's sick. That's that show you how sick of a mindset a lot of our people don't. They don't give a fuck no more. Long as it ain't happening to their children right then and now, they don't care. But when it happened to one of their children, like I keep telling them, y'all wait till that grown ass man grab y'all son nuts. Don't say shit because you ain't gonna be to whoop his ass because you know why? It's gonna be the law of the goddamn land, and your ass gonna go to jail. He not. Right. That's how I get him with that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm gonna say something before anything else too. The shit's wrong as hell that I was making with this and saying this. I wonder, was the mom pimping these, the little girl out to the grown-ass women? Because I, I don't know. Because, no. you know, when we're looking at even with, like I said, I was telling you about the hair salons and the massage parlors, which a lot of them in Virginia. A lot of these these uh, places be pimping these damn ladies out that be doing a lot of that. So is what was the mom's purpose? Was she pimping this girl out to the grown ladies because As, like, I don't the know. LGBT community is real big, especially in. And I know a lot of y'all you a lot of y'all 
you know, say, well, it's the man, the man, the man, but these women, too. There's lesbianism within. These lesbians are doing perverted shit, too. And yeah. a lot of the women, they, they, so that's why I said we worry about the men. Jeffrey Epstein and a lot of these guys and shit that probably was going in there, but we got to look at also the females because there's lesbian predators out there. Oh, yeah. That's targeting little girls. But you know, y'all missed something, right? Yes, sir. When that, whoever they were interviewing, did y'all hear what she said? She said, I don't think I would have my five-year-old around when I had clients. Mm. Oh, yeah, that, so, that lady. Yeah, so she she's just as bad as the woman that did it. She think, she don't think. You ought to know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You ought to know whether you're going to have your, your child being tricked out. Yeah. But you you don't think you would. Bitch, come on. You <laughs> yeah. You should have sure said that. Yeah. Nah, we can't do that. Nah. And and after and I also looked it up further because you know to see because I wanted to know okay was she actually qualified to be doing those because like you know they ran down the criteria like you said that you got to have the school and so I was like damn I wonder if she actually uh, certified because she's doing it in her home but they said there's nothing wrong you know and they even said it on there there's nothing wrong with you could do that in your home uh, but she had to, had to now she did have she was licensed and doing her stuff in her home and now she used to be licensed she, now she got it where she got it um, business license or had it in her home but they said when they rent to go do the check, her license been expired damn near six months. So she was no longer even licensed as a business to even be doing that anymore. Yep. So that's that's some just crazy shit. Um, then I got one more y'all. Y'all, y'all can go with how y'all want. I got now. Here's some shit here, brothers. Man, I got. Let me see. What did I do with this? Ah, uh, shit. Damn. I think I say it. It's supposed to have been on Twitter, I think. Um, I got to find this. Damn, what did I? No, it's not on Twitter. It's on YouTube. Okay, let me find this one. Now, we know because earlier, um, Brother Alpha Male was talking about the school shootings. We talk about, you know, transgender the shootings. Oh, boy. Chicago, I don't know if, if it can ever get any goddamn worse with Chicago, but I think it can. Um <laughs> I'm going to play this minute clip and then, well, let me see. No, no, let me play this other one. I need, this is a five-minute clip. I, I need to play some of that. I don't know if I'm going to play the whole thing. I'm going to just play some. Chicago have just elected, brothers, to, and sisters out there listening, they just elected to get rid of the school police. Next year, there will not be any uh, police in the school systems in the city of Chicago. And we're going to talk about that. I just want to play this clip. They are setting these children up for failure. Number one, they've been doing that anyway. But there's something they really, we're going to talk, well, let me get in there, because it's immigration shit. Y'all notice the timeline with the immigration. And we're going to get in this deep. Let me play this, y'all, for a little bit. Uh-oh. Getting the money and reinvesting it by getting all of these programs, nurture programs, culinary arts, all these programs for these students so they don't have to go outside of high school outside of resources just to become the person they want to be when they grow up. 
mixed reaction to a much-anticipated decision after much debate. The Chicago Board of Education votes to remove school resource officers from schools by the next school year. Okay, we've seen rallies for and against the safety plan resolution for months. Now here we are. Dr. Joyce Kenner, one of the most respected voices in education here in Chicago, sitting here down with me this morning to react to this controversial vote. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank Good. you so much for your time. You're welcome. You're Let's welcome. hop right into this. Uh, so many people are talking about it. To many, this was not um, a surprise because Mayor Brandon Johnson, even as a candidate, was in support of this. The CTU was behind it. What's your initial response to the vote? My initial response was I was I've always been adamantly against uh, removing police officers from the schools. Mm -hmm. And I would say that if you never sat in the seat of a principal, never been an administrator of a school, you have no idea what we go through every single day to try to keep our kids safe. Uh, for 27 years as principal of Whitney Young High School, every day I would go home and say, I made it through another day without a child getting hurt at our school. Mm -hmm. And I, I just truly believe that police officers should not have been removed. Mm -hmm. I think it should have been a local uh, decision, school decision. Mm -hmm. um, Whitney Young is different than other schools. Yes. Uh, other schools are different than Whitney Young. Um, and I just think that it should have been a local school decision whether or not a school needed police officers or not. Yes, three decades that you spent, uh, the, the bulk of there at Whitney Young, so respected here in the community. We've never seen a send-off quite like yours. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but it is true that educators here in Chicago have a bigger job than just the books and educating our students. So um, in recent weeks, we have seen children uh, walk outside of school in the middle of the day and die in shootings uh, in multiple instances. Uh, we're talking about life or death types of things here. So um, do you think this, this vote, instead of resource officers, uh, it was built on favoring a more holistic approach to school safety? What do you think needs to be included in that? I think it definitely needs to be included in terms of voices of the school stakeholders. Mm -hmm. You have to find out what principals think. Yeah. You have to find out what students think. You have to find out what teachers think and school staff thinks about school safety. Mm -hmm. And again, all issues are different at each individual school. Mm -hmm. And so to look at it holistically, you have to get your stakeholders involved in the decisions that you make. Um, relative to a school and what happens in a particular school. Yeah, a, a lot of the fight in terms of removing the officers had to do with keeping kids out of um, what's been built as a school-to-prison pipeline. Do you think that this will achieve that? I, I definitely do not. Um, yeah, I just, I just think that we need to focus in on, on our students, and you say holistic, uh, a holistic approach to what we are doing with students. And obviously safety is a big issue with that holistic mm -hmm. approach. And we just need to have the school stakeholders buy into what we are talking about and have an opportunity for a discussion. Mm -hmm. um, at Whitney Young, I, I brought the, as many students as I could into a theater with my two police officers and the students were able to sit there and ask our police officers any questions that they wanted to ask. Mm -hmm. I've always shared with them, as long as it was respectful, yeah. you're, you're able to ask those questions. And so they were able to ask the police officers, number one, why are you here? What is your role? Um, wh what do you think the benefit of you being here in this institution is? Um, and it just was a wonderful exchange of ideals. Mm -hmm. um, I've always also believed the police officers' responsibilities are not for discipline. They are for school safety. 
Um, and sometime I would call the police officers down to my office to ask them about what their thoughts about X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. But they were not there to discipline a student. That was uh, left up to the administrators in the school. Mm -hmm. So I just think that people need to identify what the needs are for those resource officers or police officers, and then we move forward um, with that. Well, if they're talking about a contract that's ending in 2025 and resources being reallocated, it's because that's over. been the word it's that's used, over. reallocating resources, where do we start with that? Well, with the $628 million deficit uh, that the Board of Education will be facing uh, in 2025. Obviously, we're going to have to reallocate some of those resources. But I, I have always said that the resources, number one, need to follow the students. And number two, it needs to be equitable. Our resources, our financial situation, it's never been equitable across the board with all schools. And I just think that we need uh, as a... I think that's primarily the most important part I just play. I want to play. Uh, and I'm going to hurry up. Now, with that, brothers... Oh, man. Um, now, i got to say this for the record. Two things right for That's in Chicago. Once again, how we started off, democratically, democratic, Democrat cities. Again, Democrats. What school systems are this going to affect? So-called the, the um, school districts where they're black, maybe brown, uh, in those school districts. And it was, here we go, y'all. I got to throw this in here. You can always blame the white man, but these people that on this district, that Brandon Johnson, the mayor, black number one, the school districts were, you know, predominantly black who made this damn stupid ass decision. But one thing I keep in mind, it's funny. Like I said, pay attention to the timeline. When they're bringing all of these immigrants in, and black folks in Chicago are already complaining about these immigrants and things that's happening, and they're bringing them into the black community, and they're putting them into the school systems. And now, all of a sudden, that you're bringing all these immigrants in, and now you're going to take away the policing or the school resource offices out of those schools next year when you're really going to have more immigrants and everything mixed in it here in the school system. You're setting these children up for something. That's why I said, y'all, they setting it. Black community, y'all better pay attention to this. Pay attention to what's going on. And when you have um, I got to play the, I got to play the race it ain't really the race card, but I got to, I guess, throw the black and white in here. When you having these school shootings, you got white folks talking about what can they do to better um, have security in the school systems, in the school, to stop school shootings. They uh, at one time, it's like some schools were talking about arming teachers, letting children, I mean, teachers be armed. So that, that discussion was going That People were talking about getting more resource officers to stop these school shootings. I mean, you know, to be able to be a deterrent. And think about it, even in even churches now, getting officers in church, they're trying to get security in churches, more security in churches. But you have a, with all these mass shootings and school shootings in Atlanta, they just hadn't had a damn school shooting down there. Um, at the same, I think the same damn, almost the next day after the um, the church shooting at Linwood. And here you have 
major city like Chicago elect to get rid of school resource officers when all of these other places are beefing up security? Y'all pay attention to this shit, man. Pay attention to what they're doing to y'all fucking children. Excuse my language. Pay attention to what they're doing. All this 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 woke movement bullshit when they was talking about defund the police, that's part of this thing. Still, again, what they're doing, y'all pay attention. It's defund the police. But you're doing it to your children. And watch the fuck what's going to happen. And already in Chicago where they're having all this, this shooting and killing, who's going to be there to stop the shit in the school system now or have a deterrent anyway from it? I'm, but that's on the table. But I, I just had to, I saw that when I, I got to bring this topic to the conversation tonight. But yes, sir, y'all, it's y'all turn, brother. This shit is crazy. No, you, you said it all, brother. You know, they, they, like even here in uh, Delaware, they're trying to get us to uh, vote to have more tax money taken out for school districts because they're running in the budget issue. And, uh, you know, and that's our response. Fuck no. You know, you better talk to your state about all this immigrant money they're giving away. You know. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's like you said, there's a plan. That's something up. And that's mm-hmm. why I always say, you know, don't don't sleep on what what these homocrats are doing because, uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. And the concept of a United States, it doesn't exist. You 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 know, you know what a cicada bug is? No, I'm, I can't sound familiar. All right, it's a big ass noisy bug, right? They they only come out every once in a while, and like you can hear them, they make this this clicking sound, but it's loud, right? But after they're done, they just leave an empty hut. And that's that's what the United States is. It's, it's a husk of its former self. Mm. So well, the only the only protection, the only hope you have is yourself. Damn. Yeah, that shit's crazy, man. Yeah, when I saw this, hey. girl, I was like, wow, man, nah. Hey. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. Jeez. So, um, so I was hearing what you were saying about them. Letting go of the security and police officers in the school. Yes, sir. I'm I'm just 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 me. Now I ain't got no kids, but like I said, in school I got bullied in school and I got expelled from over twelve damn schools. Yeah, stayed in and out of detention summer, all of that shit growing up. I'm going to tell y'all something. If I had kids, which I don't have none, I know more and I know Alpha Male got them. This is my solution for parents that that's hearing that about them taking out, that especially in Chicago, is taking out the security and the police and the school system. Take your kids up out of these goddamn schools. That's the true solution. I know some of them ain't got nowhere to go after when they're at home, but schools ain't shit. As a guy who 
went through all that shit in school. Y'all need to take y'all kids about the school system. Point blank period. The schools ain't going to protect your kids regardless. I don't care if they had a whole squat squat team, SWAT team uh, patrolling the school. I don't care if they got the U.S. Marines uh, uh, guarding the school, protecting the school. Y'all need to take y'all kids about the goddamn school system. If you still got your kids in public school system, I don't care what state, what county it is, Y'all some dumbasses. Y'all some dumbasses. Take the true solution. Take them. Take them little niggas up out the school system, and you ain't got to worry about that. And I'm gonna land my plane there. And and that's why they were mad, right? They were mad at like uh, Trump and uh, I forgot the uh, what was this? I, I want to say well, Ann Alpin said Betsy Ross. Damn. Uh, what's this? I know Alphamir, you know, what's that name? The one they want to do school choice. And a homo, like you said, a homocrats got mad. Oh, no, we don't want to do that. Well, you can choose to send your children to any school, basically any school they wanted to. Uh, what's that yeah. name? Bessie Duvall or something like that. I forget her name. Yeah, you got me on that one. I don't even remember. I can't remember her name, but I know they were, but they wanted to, they wanted to, to, to let your children, uh, let have your parents actually school choice where it didn't, it didn't matter about, you know, what type of school you, you could, you could let your children go. It ain't, you know, like people like they go to private school. You could, you could elect to let your children go with it, but they didn't want to goddamn Democrats again. Always like, no, nah, we don't want to do that, so and so, because they want to keep your children in these failing ass schools. I remember the Honorable Mr. Louis Farrakhan said this long time ago. He said these schools are nothing but killing fields. He said that shit long, 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 long time ago. That the schools are nothing but killing fields or become killing fields. And he's right. But that bull crap right there, man. Y'all see with how these black politicians, like I said again, we always want to put the black man in position, but they're not, they don't have the, again, it, some of these concepts, and I was, that black people don't have the same, again, again, the same principles as we once had. It don't, we don't, it, it's, it's not there anymore. Like people, they, I don't know what the hell going on. It's just the mindset is not there anymore. Like Justin was trying to say, you know, the, 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 the people like I was talking about Harry Tugman and uh, uh, Nat Turner came back. They, you know, like, nah. They was, they, they it's, we ain't going through shit like they went through. He was like, yeah. I forgot how you saying they wouldn't have made a handle. We, we ain't going through shit like they going through. But you got a lot of black folks who are involved. They elected, black folks elected to do that shit. While White folk trying to beef up security because they don't want their children getting shot up and killed. And we're seeing all this high, that's like, again, all this high crime rate going on in Chicago, the killing after killing after killing. And you decide, y'all just open the fucking door for a, a mass shooting to happen in the school system. But it's being y'all better pay attention because, again, when I'm talking about this immigration shit, y'all know it's going to be some shit in them school system. Might be some children picking on some other children in the school system, and 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 bam! Oh man, y'all just jumped the fence and came over here. It's gonna be something. 
You don't have them in there, them resources. And like I said, they probably can't stop everything. But it's something uh, you have to at least try to have some kind of deterrent, something. You know, but this shit is crazy, man, what these fools out here doing. Go ahead, Brother Alphamil. Here's one thing they are, man. I say the Democrats ain't nothing but. Ain't nothing but the devil. That's all they are, (laughs) y'all. Well, you know, the Democrats are funded, trained, and enslaved by Old Testament. (laughs) So you got to go back to the same people that profited from slavery, uh, profited Mm. from political slavery, mental slavery. It's the same goddamn people, you know. And, And just like with a basketball team, you don't make the team unless you meet the requirements. Well, shit, you ain't going to run for office unless you meet the requirements. So they know what you're going to do before you get there. I know what you're going to do before you get there because, I mean, the game's the same. You can't change a basketball game. You know what I'm saying? You you can change. Maybe you can add a three-pointer here or, or, or disqualify something, but the game's still the same. So politics is going to be the same. I don't care what player you put in position. And the problem is, the black ones are the worst ones. Oh, shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. The black ones are the worst ones. Yep. You know? And I just don't get it, you know? You know, you know what it is. You know, uh, they, you know that old saying, I got to get mine and fuck you? Yep. They they, yep. they they take that they take that attitude all the way through their fucking life and career and that's their whole motto. Yes, sir. You know? But sometimes you can save a people by doing nothing. Don't cost you shit. All you got yep. to do is abstain. You know, and I, I don't get it. You know, like I give you an example. Now, I just heard yesterday. Uh, AT&T and all these big communications companies just bought the rights to stream all the sports stuff on uh, uh, online, right? Mm-hmm. And in the con- in a contract, there is a clause they're going to make it legal to fix games based on the fact that these streaming games are for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. So... You know, but I can tell I could tell a million people this, and they're like, "Fuck that! I'm still gonna watch my game." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes abstinence is all it takes. It don't take guns, helicopters, bombs. Just say no and and do nothing. <laughs> you know, get you a dog, grow your garden. Right. Matter of fact, get get to get to know the people you live with. Yep, that's fair. And it's funny what you're saying with Alpha Male. You've been telling, be telling people like the Super Bowl, all this shit is rigged, and they still be cheering, betting money. I've seen it with it after the Super Bowl, people were tearing. They, they were San Francisco fans, tearing their televisions off the wall and all kind of shit, having a damn fit. You damn mm-hmm. fool is is rigged. It's, you could you could tell. You know it. <laughs> but they don't. But they don't want to. They don't want to acknowledge it. Nope. It's crazy. They're hiding. They're, they're hiding something. Yeah. 
And especially when you ought to know this shit is rigged in. When they start that betting shit, that legalized betting, oh, you ought to know that shit was rigged in. You ought to know it. Oh, check this out. Matter of fact, yes, you were saying um, if you pay attention to all these uh, people on, like, uh, YouTube and all that stuff that got these little cafe sports shows, he said, look down in the corner somewhere. They're all sponsored by DraftKings, all these uh, gambling websites. Yeah. So, yeah, so they, they don't have what you would call, uh, like they say, followers. Well, those are all bots, but it don't matter because the gambling places are the ones financing them. Damn. So when you go on there, you thinking, oh, shit, uh, what's to do? Shannon Sharp. Oh, man, he got a million followers. No, he don't. <laughs> That's a fake-ass number. But it don't matter to him because he's sponsored by by fucking uh, organized crime. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's. It, the, the game is dirty, man. Yes, sir. Damn, brother, man, you just made me. I, I'm glad you said him, Shannon Shaw. I got now. I got to ask this question to y'all. I already. I asked a couple of people this question. They didn't. They didn't say too much. Damn. What? Yeah. <laughs> what y'all hear? What y'all think about? Um, here's what's supposed to be a grown. I'm thinking about like uh uh uh. What's his damn name? I often call the man Day Day. Uh, what's his name? He said Shannon Shaw was gay. Uh, but I'm, I, I was thinking about why would a grown ass man call his podcast Club Shay Shay? Exactly. He's a homosexual. He gay. That that lip gloss man that is gay. He gay. <laughs> that lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> that is a homo. God damn. That nigga, he always smacking his goddamn lips and shit. Talking with a fucking lip. He's a fruitcake. Hey, ain't, 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 you ain't no getting around that. That nigga, that, that, look, that Cat Williams was sitting up there talking that shit. He fruity, too. <laughs> What's the dude? Uh, he, what dude they play Day Day, man? I can't think of his name. Mike ah, Epps. Mike Epps, yeah. You know, they've been, they've been, they've been going. Mike Epps said is he look like, uh, he looked like he looked like Tyler Perry without a, I mean, muddy without a wig or some shit. Yeah, okay. he fruity as hell. He was getting hard. The, the, why he was talking to Cat Williams? He was all tell me more, like a damn fruitcake. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt that too. I was like, this dude is something, something off. Yeah, yeah, he cares hell. Oh, oh, both of them, Cat Williams and and, and uh, Shannon Sharp, both of them fruity. Yeah, both Damn. of them fruity. Talking about he read over 100 books growing up. Like, nigga, get your ass about here. Like, get your ass about here, nigga. Everybody hearing that. You don't like Cat Williams, man? Hell no. Yeah, damn. Damn, uh, he whack as hell. Uh, nah, but uh, look, I don't even know why he even brought that nigga up. He whack as hell. He's just as bad as Chris Rock. I like Cat William, man. I like old Cat. Hell oh, yeah. no. Huh? He, he's funny maybe three well, times. Well, I mean, 
Friend, I'm saying I, I, I like Cat. Without well, I mean the part about I like Cat. Some of his comedy, it ain't real. Friend, I'm saying I like Cat. Cat, as far as Cat the Donald, he's the comedic Donald Trump. What I mean is like he exposed the shit out of all the motherfuckers in that industry. That's what I mean. He on he ain't he ain't holding no punches. He he letting this shit all be known. Like even when he told about, you remember he talked about that that uh that 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 part of Matt, like when they they talking about P Diddy, he talked about when he made the thing about like, I seen Mr. Ogilvie, you know, like the room with men in there having sex, and that's when you know they really started fucking with him because he was talking about them matching parties. Now I said he he throw that shit out there and but tell it on the industry shit. Though. This is my thing, uh, Moray. Why the fuck was he there in the first place? And we see what. See that? That see, I, I, Moray, I love you, bro. But this is something that I have an issue with celebrities on. Where I look at Noah or Drink Champs, I look at Gilly the Kid with his little thing, with his little show he got. They all, let me tell you some club Shay Shay. You know, all of them got the same damn take as fake-ass journalists. Vlad TV, all these niggas got the same thing. They play innocent while they interviewing these guys. And the people who, the people really expose themselves. If you really sit down and listen to the people that, you know, <laughs> interview, the damn people expose they something right then and there. You know, yeah. like, you know, Cat Williams, why the fuck was he at any of these, around any of these people? If he'd known, okay, for instance. But Dave, I, let me ask I, you this. It's simple. Let me, let me ask you this. Because you act, let me ask you this. I joined a lot of organizations. I didn't know they was bullshit till I joined them. It's like anything. You just coming into something. You don't, you probably don't know all this shit. Like, like he, I'm not trying to take a book, but to say again, how, how, why, bro, some of this shit you had to, you, you just getting in it. You don't know all this shit. Like a lot of these cats get into a lot of this shit. They sign contracts and they, they don't know this shit is about to happen until they get involved. It's like, we talk about a lot of the Hebrew Israelite camps. A lot of people don't know the bullshit about what the ins and out of how they bullshit until they join. And then they find out. And that's why you see people on YouTube yeah. exposing them. I used to be with them, man, but I found out. So it's like, bro, a lot of people, they had to go through it to, to find out these inner workings on this shit. That's probably why yeah. I'm saying now. But I don't take away what he's actually showing the people. He's telling the people. A lot of these motherfuckers, they know. That's why they be un- so uncomfortable when he be saying that shit. Like, even with uh, 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 Dave Chappelle told that shit. You see how Oprah was looking at him like, shut the fuck up. When, even with Snoop Dogg, <laughs> when um, when there was an interview with Snoop Dogg and, and, and Tupac, and Tupac was saying that shit about Quincy Jones and, and And, man, you see, you look at Snoop Dogg like, man, you better shut your ass up, dog, man. You fucking, you finna get us in fucking trouble, man. You see how he was looking at it, man. He was tensed up. So it's a lot, bro. You sometimes you have to go through that shit. You don't actually know. So when you saying what? Why was he at the matching party? Did he? Did he? Did he know? It's like, he, hey, hey, man, dog, no. man, come on, bro. You an upcoming comedian, dog. Come on, come kick it with us. 
So you don't know. You just like, damn, I'm finna go kick it with the big shot dogs now. And then you get in that motherfucker like he said. He opened the door and seen it like, what the fuck? Is that Mr. Olivia? But but it's like, you know, man, you, you don't really know this shit, dog, like right off top until you motherfucker take you there and you start seeing this. So I, yeah. I'm not saying I ain't, I'm not saying he did, but I'm just, I'm not going to third dismiss him and say, yeah, he knew. He no, I, I can't, I'm not going to say that because I, I joined shit. I didn't know. If I'd have known a lot of this shit with the, with the Wobbians and this, that, bro, I wouldn't have never joined all that bullshit. Check this Check, check this out. Now, back back when I first started calling in, right, I, I told you about the entertainment business, right? There's nothing that you have to find out later. When you walk in a room and all you see is lip gloss and eyeliner, you know what it is. You ain't got to guess. You ain't going to say, oh, I'm going to change it from the inside. You know right then what it is. But see, greed and fame, you know, they they, they, they they pretend long as they can like they don't see shit until they have to see shit. But it's not hidden. It's different. You're talking about an education into your spirituality and and, you know, uh maybe a little bit of your ancient comedic, you know, heritage and things of that nature. We're talking entertainment. That's no, that's that's not the same. Right up front, you know who these motherfuckers are because they don't hide it. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm gonna have to really disagree with this shit because I see it's a lot of cats. It's, 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 it's brothers. I've, I've, I've met. They, they got into the music industry. So they tried to sign with, and I know sisters. My sister, I can call her. Goddamn it, and she'll tell you. She went, she went all on tours with the OJ's and all that. She didn't know that shit was that, that type of shit. That was gonna happen. So it's it's people who don't fucking know. I mean, you know, it's it's I see, I know people personally. Everybody don't know that shit. So I mean, yeah, you might have some, but I can't say everybody who really know this shit. I mean, so I'm, right. I I mean, it's certain things I can I can agree on certain things, but some people don't. That's why some people you will see they disappear and leave that shit alone. Yeah. Because well, like some people independent, they don't, they don't, they they not with mainstream like that. They try to do shit maneuver away from you know away from that. Like, but, if I, know, if, go ahead, go ahead. Cause you know, but this is something that you know I, I will say, and I I respect, I respect the, a lot of guys. Like like you said, that speak the truth. Like you were saying with Cat Williams, I'm with you on that. But at the end of the day, Cat Williams, you know, when I look at roles after, like, I know what especially you're talking about, the Pimp Chronicles, when he did that. That was like 2006, something like that. Something you got to realize, Cat Williams been in Hollywood. He's been in Cali since, what, 1995, I think he said, he, when he was talking to uh, Shay Shay. He was saying, if you listen to the interview, that brother was born in, what, Ohio, 
And then he ran away from home, he said, the, the Florida, where he was homeless. And then he went to Cali in his mid-early 20s. So he went to Cali. If you went to Cali, Hollywood is right there. there. So he's been knowing this shit for all this time, and he still chose to go through Pando- open Pandora's box. You know, but, if but, you but see, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what, I'm gonna tell you what we're saying is dangerous. I'm gonna tell you what we're saying is real fucking dangerous. Because again, I can use Trump as an example. Trump kicked it with all these crooked motherfuckers. He knows the crooks, and when he is exposing them same crooked motherfuckers, he hung with, so he can warn you about the crooks. It's the same thing. We can say, okay, well, maybe, but see, you pay attention, even though you. But he's still letting you know, hey, listen, like uh, Kevin Hart, I kept wondering, what the fuck this nigga, what the fuck he just come from all of a sudden, how you put it? Why he said he's a plant, industry <laughs> plant, the so-and-so. It's not, see, what we do, don't self-call focus on them, focus on the message that what people be saying and trying to put you on game on. That, well, that's my that's, thing. I'm putting I'm peeping the message. So when we, yeah, when we saying like everybody this here, you know, a lot of people like, man, I don't, who the fuck am I? They'll stop people to stop listening to anything stuck in, in, under the spell. So like I said, that's sometimes, man, when, you, when we trying to like expose a lot of stuff and try to downplay everybody, you downplay a lot of the message they giving. Like when Trump said drain the swamp, it's, it's like who he's talking about. He's talking about the damn people like in, in, in Washington who was doing corruptible things. He knew the crooks. So he can who better to tell you about the motherfucker crook than the people who hung with the crooks. So pay attention to the message, not really the messenger. That's what I'm paying attention to. So it's like he hipping you to the game. And like what even Monique was telling them about them gatekeepers. So people trying to come into there, they are no okay, so and so, so and so. It was one dude, he was he he was an up and coming comedian. He's up and he started asking me, man, so they was asking him something about the party, some parties. What kind of party like? He said, Man, stay away from that party with that uh the, the, the he was talking about P. Diddy party. He like, stay away from them parties from the person who be saying, Take that, take that. He's like, Ah, oh, I get who you saying. So he was putting him up on game. Don't, 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 don't get caught going to them parties, them type of parties. See what I'm saying? So we got to be careful sometimes, man, when we throw it because people are taking like, you know, who the fuck can I'm listening to? Who is it? I mean, you know, because Dr. York was an entertainer. You know that? He, remember, he was in the industry. Somewhat. Yeah, All of them. So we can't listen to no fucking body in entertainment who's Notice they entertain us at the same time. But we can't listen to nobody who in the entertainment industry or been there. Ain't no truth coming from nobody. Yeah, you you can look at it that way. I mean the message is tight. But I get Dave's point though. You know, it took it took what it taking twenty nine years to finally open his mouth. I don't know. Cat been talking. Y'all go back and look at Cat. Cat been saying shit. I've been peeping Cat for a minute ever since I've you know, first seen him. Cat been saying shit. He been saying a lot of shit. Yeah, I never thought he was funny, so. It's shit. 
Yeah, I'm not just talking about the comedic thing, but Cat's been the fucking renegade. He's been renegade. So I mean, that's that's what I, that's my only thing. I mean, I'm I, I'm just I listen to what people are saying to keep people wake people up to what's going on. That's that's my thing. I, I that's why I don't get caught up on the people. That's why I, I don't get caught up on the person. I'm listening to the message of what they're saying to wake the people up to, to make you think. Look at peep peep gang like we said peep gang. That's my thing. So why well, yeah, is everybody man? Bro, damn, like, like, well, okay, well, well, we might as well just sit on back and chill. I mean, he's like, damn, I mean, we ain't got, I mean, I don't know who to trust or what to listen to then no more about truth. Well, you know, Richard Pryor and Dick Gregory did the same shit. Yep, so I, I don't know, man. It just, I, I know, I just, I just be careful about, you know, trying to knock down and throw away everything like because you, you you leave people with nothing so i'm like so what are they to listen to and who who can they listen? i know we don't try to put entertainers on a pedestal i damn sure know better than that but i'm saying some people try are they throwing something out to give you a pedestal because like what do you say like the spook said at the door like a person who's been in there they could probably tell a hey, look I'm inside of bro. I've been in this shit. I'm telling y'all, stay the fuck away from this dog. Hey, it ain't what you think. I wish I hadn't never did this. You know that? So you, you, you better take heed. He's giving you a warning. Like, I'm in too deep. I just fucking can't get out now. But I'm telling y'all, stay out. Don't come down this path. That's the type of shit I get from what, what people saying. That's That's all I'm saying. I get... Just pay, pay attention to what they're saying. You got a lot of people who in, they got in and not in too deep, like, and they screaming out and letting you know on certain things, this ain't what you think it is. This ain't what you think. I wish I hadn't have never so-and-so, so-and-so. And, you know, but, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. But that's, that, that's just me. That's me. I, I just look at it like that person. I, I don't try to dismiss Throw away every fucking thing. I I just I had to I discern. I just know how to make discernments. Yeah. Oh, but my, my, mine happened immediately, so I just don't get caught up in the shit. Well, you know, well, some people, you know, I don't know. People had to. Some people see shit different and have to go through. It, it don't resonate with everybody at the same time or happen. Oh no, like because you know it's like. Even when you're looking at kids, like, you know, when you try to tell them the pitfalls of something, but they're looking at you like, well, shit, you got jewels and cars and money and bitches, you know. <laughs> I want the same thing. So <laughs> what you're saying is bullshit. So, yeah, a young mind going to see it a little different. Yeah, that's why they see people out. On, they, 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 these, some, some of these people going for the, they going for the trap. They they don't they don't see yeah. it they don't know this shit like what we saying. Well, some people oh, don't. They man fuck what they saying. Cause you had some people. I did some shit on uh music industry a long time ago on here. People was calling it man. It just made entertainment, bro. It just entertainment, man. They trying to feed their family shit like that. And I was talking about the the degrading music. And I, I mean I'm telling you, older head and everything, man. They just had to just how they got to feed their family, dog. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yep. So when they hearing somebody justifying that shit, especially old heads, what you think they gonna they gonna go ahead? 
I'm just one fucking yeah. voice, but they hearing uh, 20 uh, more people saying, ain't nothing wrong with it. That's how you got to feed your family. What they going to do? Like, fuck it, they going to roll with it. Like, man, fuck that nigga with that son right here. He ain't talking about shit. Right, they going to still vote Democrat. <laughs> See? <laughs> and there been instances that a lot of people don't see it, don't catch it off top. It's like, I remember I was, I was hearing a brother, somebody was breaking this down before, and they were saying, even like, okay, you might see somebody to join, get in the industry. They might not tell them on top that, you know, I ain't, I'm, I'm how we going to say it, like they should say it. So they might, you might start thinking, yeah, you can get the money closing holes. They start getting all this shit and getting it to them. And then next thing they know, they come to them, hey, well, you know you owe us, right? What you mean? Yeah, hey, you know all that shit wasn't really free. And then, you know, <laughs> they start coming to them with some other shit. You know, but they already they already don't got it. Like, oh, I just I throw it like this here. I'm, I'm gonna use her as an example. I'm not saying that's how y'all for the record, family. I hear listen. I'm not saying that's what happened, but I'm gonna say like Jennifer Hudson. The whole family got killed. Maybe she didn't know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe she didn't know all this shit. Maybe she got in. They started getting her the Oscars and all this shit. Then like, hey, you know you old, right? She, you think you really got that Oscar? We gave you that shit. Uh, so you owe us. So it was like, it's, it's time for the ritual. What you, what you mean? <laughs> hey, all that money, that Oscar you got, you owe us. And that, they sacrifice and kill a whole goddamn family. So like I said, people like the, everybody, everybody that come in, you think shit, the way we say, well, like Satan or Luther, he going to tell you every fucking trick before he get you bait your ass in? That's the trick. You go, um, that's what I got to do. I got to have deception. I got to deceive you. I got to make the shit seem like I'm, I'm, I'm on your side. Like the whole of Quran said, he make it seem like he's your, uh, uh, your serious advisor, just like the Democrats do. That's why a lot of pe- people keep fucking with them, because they seem like they really black folk serious advisor, like Brandon, jo- uh, Brandon Johnson and all them. Oh, I'm coming in. Yeah, I'm finna do this for y'all. I'm finna do that for that. People don't, they don't know off the top. Hey, like we, we might see it. See, that's a, see, a lot of some people see it. We might see it. Hey, dog. Hey, that's a trick. Don't do it. Man, no, bro. He said so-and-so. All right. Now it's too late. See, now they in too deep. Look at now the Chicago people. They in too deep. They thought they yeah. were getting rid of the other motherfucking devil, which was Laura Lightfoot. Now they got a real wicked ass devil. They, they call it a white white coat syndrome. So everybody I, don't see I, it off top. Yeah, because when I when I tell them, all the response I'll get, oh nigga, he don't know shit. Look at him. Look at you. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the devil, the devil ain't gonna come with everybody with the same. He ain't, he ain't gonna come with everybody with how the same thing. And then everybody, some people awake, and that's why I said some people awake and some people are not. So however they gonna come with you, he got to come with you with to try to come with you. Oh, this motherfucker, he already, he already kind of woke. Damn, I got to come to him this way. Oh no, nah, he don't know shit. I can get him. Bam. What what did what did we say last week? They, they, people like to wait until it's too late to react. Yep, yep, that, that's all, 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 the, all the information is out there. You neglect it, you avoid it, you pretend it don't exist, and then all of a sudden your ass on fire. <laughs> now all of a sudden, oh shit! 
No, no, no. Yeah, but that's something. But like, well, before we got to get this here right fast. But yeah, but that's but some. But it's like, well, we well we were talking about it even on that because the message was out there. I'm trying to get. We got to go to Hosea. Like Hosea four and six said, "My people are destroyed." Now King James said, "My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge." Because they have rejected it. Now I got my Jewish Bible said, "My people are destroyed for want of knowledge." They don't like how they said that because you reject knowledge. But the point is, they rejected it. It ain't like nobody gave it to you. Some people don't know because ain't nobody. They ain't never been taught. They ain't nobody never tried to put them up on it. Well, but like well, the one when you put them it. up on it, that's the that's the killer. No, read read that again now. Because you can't reject anything that you've never been offered. But yeah, so, let, me get, let me get old cage. Yeah, so so they 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 were offered the wisdom and the knowledge, but they rejected. It. If that's the only way they knew it, knew it existed, to reject it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He said, "My people are uh, uh, lost for the like." Oh, let me see. Goddamn, what he gets King James. My people are. Uh, Lost for the like of knowledge because they rejected it. But you know, most people when they read this, they don't, they don't, they don't tell you about the rejected part. They just said, "My people are lost for the like." My, now here we go. My people are destroyed for the like of knowledge. That's King James version. Said the like of knowledge, but they never, they, they don't read the rest of it. I said, "No, nah, you got to keep on reading the rest of it." Is it because thou hast rejected it? That's right. why you actually destroyed. Because you you are in like like cases now in the black community you're being destroyed because when people were trying to put you up on game was what what was gonna go on you didn't want to you rejected it you yep. rejected it and now this is why your communities are being re- destroyed yeah but it it but you've been told so even how they have it like that to even like you said it even to say you you rejected it that means somebody had to tell you. Right, like I said, because right. you can't reject like that. That's yeah, because but and when they read it, see that even with that, that take take thinking. You're like, well, okay, well, wait a minute. Somebody had to tell them then. See, that's when reading comprehension is supposed to kick in. Like I said, y'all got a seventh grade education. I goddamn it, I know that y'all. But that's when reading reading comprehension is supposed to kick in. How can you reject something you ain't never been told? So that means like, oh, so somebody must have told them something. But even with that, though, because we know we're talking about the Bible. So that means that Hosea was talking about how the children of Israel rejected the knowledge of dealing with, the, you know, the, 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 what they said, the Torah or the laws or whatnot. They're rejecting it. That's why they were being destroyed. Right. So even in that whole context, you know, we know who Hosea was a prophet to. But, yeah, so it's like a lot of people, man, they, some people don't know until somebody tell them. But still, again, some people still are rejected. But some people, there's a lot of shit people don't know out here. There's a lot of shit I don't know yet. Yeah, I mean, we ain't going to never know all of it. But yeah. when somebody comes to us with a warning or a caution, you know, it's, it's on us to investigate. You know, And if we choose not to investigate, we're rejecting knowledge. That's why I tell I, I tell some people are not just they not in um inquisitive enough or enough or even nosy enough. That's why I'll be saying on my video, I'm nosy, y'all. I am nosy like that. That's why I, 
I, I want it. If I read something, like, what the hell is this? I'm finna go check it out. I'm finna go check it out. But, but I came from that school of thought. Now, even as a Nuwabian, the Dr. York main, I would say main motto or what, what was a slogan, don't believe me, check it out. So I came from a school of thought that told you, God, I don't give a damn what I say, go check it out. But even with that, though, you still had Nawabians wouldn't even go check it out because they believe any damn thing Dr. York said. Oh, well, I read I read 30 of his books. He was always right on every last one of his books. So the 31st books, I ain't even got to go back and check it. That could have been the damn book that he tricked your ass in to make see was you actually checking out what he said. So you got to check out everything. Yep, that's why I like to be the quietest person in the room most of the time. You know, that's how you learn. That's how you learn how to maneuver. My, my wife always laughed. She always asked me. And I told her, <laughs> you're crazy. But she, she said, well, what do you do when you're the smartest person in the room? Yeah. And my answer is always just shut the fuck up and listen. Yep. It's, it's like even when I be having conversations with people, whether it's at work, whatnot, and I tell them something. I'm, I come right home. We might have a discussion or something. And it might, they might be disputing it with a I'm still going to come right home and I'm going to research on, even though I've read and studied, it might be some shit I have studied shit 15, 20 years ago. And it just came up in the conversation trying you know, to go with the point. I'm I'm still going to come right back and check my sources that I, and to check that information to make sure I didn't say nothing wrong. I'm going to come back and still research on top of what I had did to make sure, okay, make sure I ain't said nothing wrong. And sometimes I might state something wrong. Not intentionally, and I go back the next day. Hey, bro, you know what? I misquoted that. Uh, here's what it say right here. Check it out. Cause I know damn. I, I said, did you go home? I, did you check it out? No, no, I didn't have time. I said, well, check it out. Uh, here it go right here. Cause I did misquote that. Cause half the time they, they ain't gonna check out what the fuck you said, but I'm gonna do it though. Cause I gotta make sure the information I'm giving you was probable. And but so sometimes they might not. But I've heard it was some, like the brother I had a show. Uh, he, he came on the show to two passes. I used to always talk to their brother. He was a pal. We called pals of Norm. Me and him used to be debating all the time. Well, we had discussion, and he was always going against a lot of shit. I some stuff I said, and sometimes we'd be having discussions while I hear him talking to somebody else. He was arguing with me about what I said, and he'd have the conversation with somebody else, and I hear him quoting to them some stuff I said. But I was like, wait a minute. I said, damn, but he was arguing with me down the other day about this same situation. But he telling them to say it's just stuff that I was saying. I wouldn't say I just kinda laughed, like, okay, yes, sir, I got it. <laughs> well he'll come to me and start saying it, quoting to me what he said about a week later. Hey man, yeah, you know so and so, so and so, yeah. I said, You remember what I was trying to tell you that, bro? Yeah, yeah, I do remember that now. I do remember that now, so I see. <laughs> yeah. But and that's yeah, why he'll tell me today. We said, "Day, you remember that show day when you listen to it? What, he was, that, what did he say?" He said, "Man, that bro always be studying." That's what he tell me. No matter what, keep he went all he motivated me. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. He did tell me, Doctor Frank, keep doing what you're doing. He said, Cause I said, "You <laughs> always gonna research." He said, "Keep doing what you do." You know, damn Chief well, Rabbi, I, Chief, Chief Rabbi, still there. 
He over there calling uh what's it? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. What's up, man? He calling Michelle Obama oh. seeing his justice over there. <laughs> Hell no. I ain't got no trannies in my phone. Hell no. <laughs> that 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 you know. That he does. <laughs> yeah, if I find out, they gonna get deleted. <laughs> I tell you something else, dude said last night. He said they figured out a way to make uh, uh, testicles in the lab at some fertility clinic. So maybe maybe some of these guys can get them a set of nuts, or or these dudes out here that ain't got a second go ahead and buy them a pair. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, uh, Alphabet, you know, it's crazy that you said that because, like, like I, I study a lot of that, a lot of about everything, just like I react. You know, okay, Sade's daughter became a man. You know, smooth operator. Damn. Sade. Yeah. Her daughter did the same thing that Sher's, the singer Sher's daughter did. Got a sex change, right? To become a man. Now, listen at this shit. Listen at this shit. Now, they saying that they're trying to go back to being a woman. What kind of shit is that? What kind of shit is that? There was something that you brought up, uh, Alpha Male, and I, 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 I kind of tell a lot of people this. We, you know, you brought up about I think it was about a year ago about the regrets of having sex changes. Yeah, people don't never talk about that. And when you brought that up. I don't know if y'all remember the guy that, that took down uh, Ben Laden or uh, Saddam Hussein. What is his damn name? Uh, uh, Christopher Beck or whatever his name was. Now, he, now the only reason why I know about his story because he's actually here, uh, was stationed here in Virginia. The guy that got a sex change that took out uh, Osama or whatever his name is, the one that took out Osama, what is his name? Uh, I think uh, uh, Obama and uh, um, at the time, the other president before him gave him a, a medal, medal of honor or some shit like that. Anyway, he they say he's going back to being a guy. They say he's going back to being a guy, and I that that made me think about what you were saying about the regrets of them having sex changes. People don't talk oh, about that shit. Yeah, you brought that up a long time ago, and people don't talk about that. A lot of these people are rethinking that. Yeah, a lot of these people are regretting that shit. A lot of people ain't, ain't, ain't talking about it, but, yeah, yeah, they're regretting that. They said Sher's yeah. daughter regretting that, and Sade's daughter 
regretting it. And that's that Christopher Beck guy that took out Osama. He, he regretted that. He made a public statement about a couple of months ago, and I think I, it was on the timeline on YouTube. Because I was looking up, you know, about the military, because I, I do a lot of research with military, you know, warfare and all that shit. And he popped up as talking about telling people, don't get real Simon surgery. All that parading around, you know, Obama gave you a medal of honor and all these shit that he did. And now you're talking about don't get the shit. That's something about with that surgery. People don't want to, that they're not talking about. You know? Well, yeah, it's, a, it's a mental illness. It's called body dysmorphia syndrome. You, know, hmm. you, you yeah. just hate, you hate your limbs. You, you hate that you have, you know, ten fingers and ten toes. You, you, you just want two toes and six fingers, like, it's crazy. You know, you want to cut your ears off. And, and you know, it, it's really a, a, a mental illness. You know, they they try to make it into some kind of choice. They try to glamorize it. Oh, you'll feel better once I cut it off. That, no, it's like a 900-pound a, a bitch. Now she's 120. Or she's still fucked up in the head. She's still the same monster in her head. You know, she can get all the, they put staples and, and all that, and put makeup, I call it a paint job, they call it makeup, but she's still fucked up in the head in the first place, because how did she get 900 pounds? Because she got a fucking problem. You know? So, yeah, yeah, they they, they won't talk about that, because that don't fit the Democratic agenda. Hell, as far as that goes, they ain't going to talk about it either. No. No, but yeah, that popped up. That popped up on my timeline, and I was like, "What the fuck?" He regretting that shit now. <laughs> These people are regretting that shit. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, you can see it everywhere, man. It's it's, it's disgusting, and you know the people that are supporting it are disgusting, and you know, but. Japan is the problem, right? It's back to something uh, somebody said earlier. They ain't got a problem with you fucking yourself up. It's when you start glamorizing it and presenting it to children. That, yep. that's, where my, that's where my problem begins. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, before, I think it was 1978 or 79 when I found out about NAMBLA. And I found that they had a, uh, what's that shit they call people write a, uh, their, their mission statement? But it was to have access to have sex with all, everybody's children. And that's when... I began to really look at it and see how dangerous it was and started speaking out about it, you know. But everybody else was just brainwashed. I don't care what other people do. I'm like, nah, that ain't the point. 
They're coming for your children. They get, they got a flag. They got a a, a a mission statement. They you know you don't understand what the fuck they mean when they talk about they here and they queer. They just the news always leaves out the part that and we're coming for your children. You know so mm-hmm. it, it, yeah that's when it it, it crossed the fucking line because nobody cared what you did in the bushes. You know. But you come after my kids, now, now I got a fucking problem with you. And that's not just with homosexuality. That's that's with anybody. You know, I goddamn on that note. You know, once you get your child a social security card, they're awarded a state. Once they got that birth certificate and social security card, they're awarded a state. Your kids don't even belong to you anymore. <laughs> yeah, David. Dave was right. Get them out of the system. But you know how they trap you? If you don't have that birth certificate or Social Security card, say if you had a pension coming, Dave, well, your kids aren't eligible for your Social Security and all that shit because they they don't have a Social Security card or a number. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a dirty game, man. Brought to you by the Brought to you by the same Nazis that pretended they were victims of a Holocaust. Hmm. Yep. And you know what, Alpha Male? I'm glad you brought that up about the birth certificates and Social Security cards. Something that, and and I I want y'all, especially you know, for the witches out there who are midwives because even though I don't agree, I don't agree with witchcraft. I don't agree with none of that shit. But I will say this. Midwives, a lot of witches are were midwives. Even in the Bible, in the New Testament, the magis, which are female magicians who uh, delivered baby Jesus were what you call midwives. So a mm-hmm. lot of witches were midwives. They don't want, even though I, I, like I, said, I don't agree with witches, I don't agree with none of that shit. The only thing I can agree with them on is you should have home at home birth. Because for one thing, if you have an at home birth, Instead of taking your kid to the hospital or taking your baby mama or wife to the hospital, they can't track. If you have a, if, and this is something that y'all have to get into, even though I know it's kind of, you know, might sound a little weird because a lot of y'all have been programmed to go to the hospital if anything goes wrong medically. You all need to learn how to have at-home births. You all do. A lot of of y'all women out here who are, oh, you got to go to the hospital, oh, push, ah, and y'all sit up on the table and let the doctor stick a a pair of scissors in your your, uh, vagina and cut the baby umbilical cord out. Y'all need to stop that. Y'all need to have at-home births because I'm telling you, that's another way that they're getting it. 
you have to, when you have a, a, a child in the hospital, automatically, they got a motherfucker in the system. Automatically. Yeah. Towards the doctor, uh, uh, sign in, pull the baby out, boom, they put the little wristband around your child, and the child's right there. They have to sign off on your child going home from the hospital. Yep. And so you know, you know the that. doctors, doctors ain't shit. <laughs> Don't have no babies in the hospital. Yeah. Carry your own children. Oh, yeah. And i tell you something else they do. You know when they come to get the baby, talking about they're going to weigh him and all that shit? Yeah. They inject, they inject the needle with about 100 different poisons in it in your baby, too. Yeah. You know, talking about they vaccinate, vaccinate. This, this motherfucker just got here. Fuck, he need to be vaccinated. Yes. And matter of fact, he's he's screaming because he's mad because he in this motherfucker in the first place. Don't nobody want to be coming to a new world hit with bright lights and noise. Hmm. Turn the lights down. Yeah. Turn on some. Turn on some. Uh, uh, Al Green, not Al Green, because that motherfucker ain't right. But uh, <laughs> put on put on smooth jazz or something, you know. But yeah. Oh, uh, you said midwife, but there's also something called a doula. I'm 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 not too up on them, but I don't know if they lean towards the witchcraft thing. But they do the, basically the same thing as a midwife. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy you brought that up. My cousin, who I can't and I can't stand her family, um, but but she's a doula. She's a doula supposedly. She actually, I think they said she quit her nursing position of being a nurse practitioner and became a doula, where she uh, delivers babies and shit. So, yeah. Yeah, so I guess she's one of those two. So I think they say she made good money too doing it. So, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, y'all get into that. Hey, Alpha Male, you brought up a good damn thing with that. I'm glad that you 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 know you up here, bro. Cause that that's some real shit. That's some real shit. They they um you don't have to carry you you know when you carry your children in these hospitals, shit. They 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 are. You don't know what the doctors are doing when they deliver the babies. Like like I'm gonna tell you something. This is something that I don't that you know. Only certain people that know me know about me. But when I was born, the doctor actually dropped me. The nurse, the doctor who delivered me was a Filipino doctor. She dropped me. And I, my mom didn't know until she first saw me, because I guess they knocked her out, according to her, but... I had a big old knot on my front of my head. And they didn't know until later when 
they said that the doctor had died. They said that doctor died of a, a coke overdose. But mm. yeah, I was dropped. The doctor had dropped me, and my mom didn't know. Yeah, and and yeah. When when she smacked you on the ass, would you punch her in the mouth? No, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> 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 nah, but uh, yeah, but he dropped me on my head and they didn't even know until I just said a day later there was a big old knot on my head and it caused me to be brain damaged. But yeah, but she dropped the uh, but she dropped a whole bunch of other babies too. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so these doctors, I'm going to tell you something. You don't know what these damn doctors be doing when they deliver your damn chair. Y'all yeah. don't know. Oh, damn. Y'all don't know. Speaking of the medical profession, do you know most of your uh, therapists and psychiatrists and all those people are, are homos, homosexuals, whatever y'all call them? Shit, all them motherfuckers gay. All yeah, they <laughs> they more fucked up in the head than the clients. <laughs> yeah. When I when I was when I was going, like I I suffered for about fifteen years of like severe pain. I couldn't I didn't sleep for years, man. And uh, they had me go see this one uh, uh, psychiatric specialist. I looked at that bitch. She looked at me, and we knew it wasn't going to work. You know, so <laughs> she was like, well, you know, why are you here? I said, you tell me why I'm here. Shit. <laughs> if you can stop this thing, I mean, that's what I'm here for. Man. Yeah, but, yeah. It, oh, i tell you what happened. She made the comment, like, well, what is it you do during the day? And I said, well, I'm just trying to manage my pain. She said, well... What about, you know, eating? And I said, my wife do all the cooking. And she looked at me like, well, why can't you cook? And I was out there, bitch. Because <laughs> you got a problem with my wife feeding me? Something's wrong with you, bitch. Something's wrong with you. <laughs> Alpha, man, you sound like you was, uh, you sound like, you remember that movie, Antoine Fisher? <laughs> With Denzel, yeah. and, and he was uh, he was joking to uh, Denzel, who was his therapist in the military. He said, "He said you need a healing, nigga. You need a healing." <laughs> <laughs> just, Denzel took him in the office and said, "Have you lost your damn mind?" <laughs> he said, "No, you lost your goddamn mind." <laughs> <laughs> I've got to make a statement right fast. 
Uh, we got like four minutes, fam. We're going to go in overtime in like four minutes to get y'all a heads up way before that happened. Uh, you can call in and listen to Overtime Show at three, uh, yeah, so Overtime Show at three four damn three one nine fifty two seven. Hold on, let me start over. Yeah, I'm fucking up. Excuse my friend. Uh, check the area code is three one nine five two seven sixty sixty eight. That's uh, area code three one nine five two seven sixty sixty eight. Then we go in an overtime in. Three minutes, three minutes and a couple of seconds. And here's a 60 second, I mean, 15 second notification. The Democratic Party at some point in time has to be shaken out of its racist attitudes. And it has to be during one of these four year periods shown that it did not get the black vote. And because it didn't get the black vote, it didn't win the presidency. When that happens, it will change. The Democrats. Yep. That's so Tony Brown Journal. That's old. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yes, sir. And Dave, I got here's another one, Dave. Uh oh, Dave. This is something this is very in key. You uh I shared this with you uh probably and this is something I I've been looking at Twitter while y'all were talking, I was looking at Twitter. And this is something we need to that that, that brothers need we need to think about. We need to think about this one. There's a lot of, I'm, I'm gonna play this clip and then I'm gonna read some of the comments and um things on this right here. I'm gonna play this clip right fast. Uh we respect territories. So do the Mexican gangs war with the black gangs? Yes. They do. Most definitely. They don't even war. They they dominate us now. It ain't no war. We war with each other, but we won't kill a Mexican. We don't get it. We don't get it. A too deep. We say. So right now, you know, they dominate. People don't want to talk about that, but they taking over hoods, and ain't no ain't no retaliation. So they taking over like like, say whether it be a crib hood, whether it be a they didn't took, they didn't took over a, 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 a crib hood. Uh, it used to be like uh, Palmer Block Crips. Palmer Block Crips is down Palmer now. The flats got all Palmer Street in there, and they got fuck niggas and all this. You understand me? Only treetops is getting closed in by Mexicans, you know. But another, we'll we'll war against each other. Uh, we okay now. Now I want to read. Now what he was saying, he's talking about in California. But I'm going to read some of these um, the comment part or the heading on Twitter what somebody was saying. Now they had the video, and somebody said here. It says some. This is some uh, L.A. stuff that they said, but they said S.H.I.T. This is some L.A. stuff because down here in the dirty South, we definitely go to war. We would definitely go to war with the Mexicans in a anti-black mindset. But then another thing says Mexican gangs are pushing out the black gangs and uh, and they don't like it. It says what are the odds anyone either in, in the political party know this? And then it went on to say Mexicans out, outnumber the blacks in L.A., I think, like eight to one. So for every 10 blacks, there is about 80 Mexicans. This is because mass immigration. It said the same mass uh, immigration, yeah, the same mass immigration that is now happening in New York and the South is all over the U.S. And they had a picture all of it. And that. Make you think again. I what they're saying, and notice they're coming into all black, so-called black communities, 
where we at, where we already used to be black communities, that they're, that's where they're pushing them into those areas. Now, they were just talking about the gangs and how now they're taking over the gangs, their gangs outnumbering the black gangs and shit. And like you're saying, the black gangs will go to war and, and beat each other's ass, like we were talking about the other day about the black power, but they ain't going to fuck with nobody else but just to being outnumbered. And you think about that again, all of these, those immigrants, you got MS-13 and all them damn Mexican product groups coming in here and other stuff. And like I said, again, you think about that again, they want to take out the resource officers out of those schools. So you're going to have a lot of the teenage, whatever gang members in the school with those black teenage gangs. And it's going to be a goddamn war because that's where they're going to be at. And those are going to start being war for territory. And they already been showing a lot of this shit. Been beating the hell out of police officers and uh, in them shelters, doing a lot of stuff. So, yeah. So, this is some shit, man. This, 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 this is, like, it's going to, a lot of stuff going to affect the black community. And, yeah. and, you know, this is what this going to affect. But I just had to show that when they were talking about them black gangs and in, in L.A. how they outnumber them and, and, and just taking their shit. But, but y'all want to bang on each other. That's what I'm saying. You're banging on each other and not knowing, as somebody keeps saying again, that blacks are being replaced. So, yep. Yeah. And that's, that's funny because back in 20, 2016, I watched a documentary about that same thing, how uh, the Mexican gangs are forcing uh, blacks out of their communities and stuff like that. They didn't specifically say the gang, the black gangs, but they said they were uh, targeting black folk and running them up out of communities in California and stuff like that. So that was back in 2016. Man. So it's, it's worse now. Now they just, like you said, coming in like ants. Yes, sir. And, brother, I mean, you remember that picture I sent you? I seen you a picture, and brother, so it was a picture I, I, I had sent with Alpha Male. It was on Twitter, and I was looking at it. They showed, because Alpha Male talked about this on the last show, a lot of these mostly men coming in, uh, men coming in, and military age at the same time, the brother was saying. And we, I was looking at this Twitter thing, and they was had busloads of all the men getting off the bus. And I looked at the bus, I seen bars on the on the on the bus, like goddamn, and then it was like um, almost like a a prison guard, and I was like, that's a goddamn prison bus, and it was like a, a prison guard, like he was telling them go, keep going, keep going, moving it, and I was like, wait a minute, man, that's a damn prison. But I'm not saying they were from, they probably letting them out of prison, but why they had the immigrants on the goddamn bus with all them bars and all that shit on there, and then it was like a this dude. I don't know, man. I don't know if he was a prison guard. What the hell he was? I gotta look at this video while I'm back again and, and try to peep his uniform out and see what he had. But that's what it. But it was just strange to me. Like, damn, what's up with this bus with these guard windows on it? I can't even make out this damn thing. But but that was kind of weird. <laughs> but like I just hey. thought about you said after me, all them men that's getting off that bus. And they had a, they had about seen two or three black guys in there. Go ahead, Dave. No, um, what I was going to say is, more Ray David is real. 
been telling y'all about these Latinos for the last over 10 years, over 10 years. I've been teaching that shit for over 15, 10, 15 years. I saw that with the Israelite community. I saw that even with 12 top times. You see a lot of these black folks that push that fake-ass 12 top times. I'm here to tell y'all, man, them, them, them black, that black and brown coalition ain't, ain't as good as y'all think. You know, and, and this is something that I want to put out there for y'all. Now, I know black people, y'all have an issue with white people. I understand. But white America, even though they ain't shit, we ain't, and we know they ain't shit just like black folks. We ain't shit. We got to really look at it. White people aren't that united as we think. Because even when you're looking at governmental structures, we look at the money behind these corporations is Asians, Middle Easterns, and Spanish people. I'm being serious. <laughs> the money behind a lot of these big town corporations, even when we do talk about how the Hispanics outnumber black people, yeah, <clears throat> Asians do too. The Middle Easterns do too. So, I've been telling God, people, I've been putting y'all on to this even way before they had the FBA, way before they had that fake-ass ADOS uh, coalition. I've been telling black Americans about this shit for the, the longest. And yeah. even when I've... <clears throat> I've been saying this shit for the longest. They, they, when we're looking at the financial and the economics, not even just them outnumbering us, but just the money. Like, I'm going to tell you something. When we're looking at, there's a, a site called T-Move. And a lot of people have been buying a lot of products off of T-Move, which is an Asian-owned company. We're looking at T-Move. Ain't new. Alibaba, AliExpress, hell, even looking at the cars. They got down in the state of Virginia, we had Ford plant. Detroit, I have family in Detroit who have, who have worked at the Ford plant, which is, you know, pretty much where they used to make the cars. With, I think it was like 2005, they started shutting down these car assembly lines. And I was wondering when they shut down one here, a couple of them here in Virginia, and I was wondering, I'm like, well, who the fuck makes the cars now? 
If we can't make this shit in the U.S., who's making them? I started finding out that they were making these cars in uh, Japan. They were making a lot of these parts for the cars in Japan. So when we're looking at uh, sites like Timu, Alibaba, AliExpress, and hell, even with construction, who if, who's gonna build up shit? There's no American construction assembly lines, none of that. A lot of us in America don't know how to do none of that shit no more. I'm from the country. I don't see too many shade tree uh, electricians and mechanics no more. Shit. Man. So when we're looking at it. These people are the brains and the physical force behind all the operations here in America. Here, I, I talked about this a couple of um, months ago with Moray Ari. Who, if 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 you rip your jeans, if what you do, go to the store buy a new one, new pair. Well, a person like me who is smart as hell that don't buy clothes every week, let me go find an American seamstress. Let me look in the phone book, find if I can find a seamstress to sew up my pants that I want to keep. Let me see if I can find somebody to, to, to repair something. That's American. I can't find one. We go up in there, it's either a Spanish lady or a little Asian lady. Yeah. So that's why I say even when we do look at Cali and like the brother was talking about with the with the Spanish gangs outnumbered, we have to look at it too. We have to look at it, not just on the gang level, but on a repair level, a economic level. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell y'all something, y'all. I'm a licensed cosmetologist, licensed barber. I'm going to tell you something. We talk about the black barbershops. Shit. And VA, there's only a handful of black barbers out here from here. You go up in some of these barbershops, shit. You'll see maybe one or two black American barbers, rest of them guys hooking up fades. Is either Spanish, Dominican, or Asian, and that's real damn talk. I'm being serious. Them motherfuckers is out fading the brothers. Well, I'm being that, serious. You won't, you, you won't find that shit down here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm being serious with you. You talk about the sisters, shit, sisters. The only way some of these sisters could get get some good braids is if they go to a damn African 
And even the Africans, angry, they overcharge for shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, so same here. a lot of people are going to Dominicans. Yeah. Nah, they go, they go to the Africans here. Yeah. yeah, you got some sisters, but like I said, you most of them go to the Africans to get the braids. But, but I want to ask a question, though, Dave, when you talk about the black and the brown. I remember Farrakhan, you talk about the black and the brown, something like coalition. And and what Farrakhan was saying even years ago before, and what he was saying, and I and I got, kind of agree with him, and, it's, and I'm looking at it on a major level, but he was saying about how we have been somewhat programmed to make it seem like we're enemies of each other. And I can even agree, because like, even when we look at the immigrants that's coming over here, now we can complain about it, but a lot of them are just being, they're being pawns in the game as well. They truly are. They're being pawns in the game as well, because they're shipping these people over here and all kind of shit. But like I said, I don't really blame the people, because some of the places they're coming from and some places they People want a better way of life. I don't fucking blame them. I can't blame them, blame the fucking government and shit, shit like that for what's really going on. But it's like, it's like we, we talk about these elitists all the time. That's why they keep people, even the cr- crazy we might call backwood, redneck, whatever, crazy motherfucker. Somebody have programmed his program him to, to, to make he make him think like he's better than everybody else. The racist. Somebody don't fucking told them shit a long time ago. The skinhead, that they are better than blacks. And they keep, you know, when you really look at it, as long as they keep us fighting with each other like that, we can never really get to them son of a bitches who starting all this shit in the first place. But, so it's like if they keep us all divided and fighting with each other, we'll never get to them who was the root cause of all of this. So even we talking about that, it ain't real, no really black and brown coalition. See, we get back, it's what's the root cause. Oh, damn, how come, really, how come we don't like them? How come they don't like us? What's the problem? How do we get to this situation? So I want, so that's what we got to start looking at, because these motherfuckers, bro, how come, you even see this, how come, like, when, it, like, we talk about now what's going on, all these black politicians, this, the other one, how come they can get together to cause all this, um, the vision and the chaos, talking about the black politician, the white politician, the hell, whoever, they can get together on a level to cause all this bullshit to come together, but we ain't coming together and looking at it and seeing what they're doing. Like, hey, man, these motherfuckers trying to divide us. And there's some people who finally seen this shit. They see it. Man, this racial shit is just divide us so we can't come together and get on their ass. Some people see that, and they see it. But so it's like the black and the brown sometimes, right? That's what a lot of this shit is. It's, 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 and I remember Farrakhan used to talk about that a long time ago. It's, and we to make us seem like, brother, we enemies each other. And we sometimes we really fucking not. It's just if we really just paid attention and came and get like, hey, dog, why do I really don't like you? I don't even fucking know, bro. You know, and, you know, like like guys like some people that you'll say, hey, man, I don't even know, bro. I just, I, I'm just told, hey, you the enemy. Like the young folks say tonight, I've been told you the op. Bro, I, ain't, I don't even know why the fuck I don't like you. You know, hey, I'll, I, yeah. you know what? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very interesting you bring that up. Because uh, 
Dr. X was explaining to a guy, because the guy was like, he's surprised, you know, white people ain't protesting and standing up against nothing. And Dr. X told him, he said, well, white people were only racist and act like they did because they were backed by the government. He said they're no longer backed by the government. The immigrants are backed by the government. So now they're mm-hmm. going to act in the same way white people used to act when they were backed by the government. Mm-hmm. I said, God damn it, you, you're right. <laughs> yep. They'll pick a group. Cause see, we, we were getting too close. Black and white people were starting to wake up like, hold the fuck up. Mm-hmm. We started to realize who our real enemy is. So what did they do? Brought in another group. Yep. They, they, they give them all the right benefits that we can't get. And guess what? Now, now we the underdogs. Now we're, we're third class citizens. Yep. And and brother Alfred, I don't know if you remember this. You remember a couple of years ago they said it. They were stating in the year about at least about twenty thirty that the Hispanics or Mexican population would. They said I think they said Hispanic would be the majority in this country by twenty fucking thirty. They already knew it. It was part of the plan. And now I was listening to Alex Jones a little bit earlier. They was talking about how Google and some shit they got going on, talking about how they are racing white people. Yep. So, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. That Lex idea, the Black Christ Doctrine versus the KKK Doctrine, I talked about that. I talked about that about the blacks and the KKK, if they united, how strong it would be. Like, you know, because even when we do look at the average old, like, redneck, uh, the average old, just the average black guy in America and the average redneck in America, coming from the South myself, I'm going to tell you something. We agree on so much. We agree on so much, like, politically. Like, even when you do, like, even, you know, like, like even we do talk about segregation. I talked about that in the lecture, how if we came together, how strong we would be. And I don't know if you... Remember, I, I mentioned uh, a message to the black man by the by most honorable Elijah Muhammad. How Elijah Muhammad had linked up with J.B. Stoner. I don't know if you remember that in the back of message to the black man. Oh, yes, he sir. had a letter. He had a letter from a guy named J.B. Stoner who was a KKK. And him and Elijah Muhammad agreed, agreed on so much stuff, so much that he united with them. They asked, the KKK sent a hundred men in the mosque. And Elijah Muhammad shook hands and greeted the brothers because it was so much that was like, okay, damn. Because at that time, Elijah didn't understand. He didn't understand. He was on his Islam, white man, the devil shit, not knowing that at that 
time, especially in bigger mosques like Mosque Number Seven in New York at the time, when the biggest mosque at one time, you had a melting pot. You had a melting pot. New York is a melting pot. Like, you know, so the KKK was letting them know, like, yo, you are outnumbered. You're going to be outnumbered soon. J.B. Stoner said that. You keep pushing that Arab Islam, the Arabs going to come in, and they're going to dominate your ass because y'all on the same religion. You're following the same rules as if somebody following Christianity and they're underneath the Roman Catholic Church. And I'm going to tell you something. Elijah preached the same shit. Oh, let us do for self. Well, who's financing you? J.B. Stoner called that out. Who's financing you? The damn Arabs. Same way the Christian church financed black folks, the Roman Catholic church. The Arab financed what? Elijah Muhammad at the time. So the money behind it is what is really keeping these guys, black folks, going on with this rhetoric. Because I'm going to tell you something, this, this money, I'm going to tell you something, money is a, it's the root of all evil. You looking at it, a lot of these, like even when we're looking at the Arabs and the Middle Easterns and the Spanish folks, they get paid. They get paid to do that type of shit. They get paid to hate our ass. I'll tell you something funny. I listened to an interview with uh, David Duke. Now, he, he was supposed to be uh, the grand dragon of the clan. But what I did, I took the whole interview and I replaced the word white with black. And if you do that, you'd be like, dang, this motherfucker wants the same thing I want. All you gotta do is replace white with black, and and you get it. Yeah. I know, and that's what see they, and that's what JB Stoner was saying. He agreed with Elijah Muhammad on. I just hear what Alpha, I know what Alpha Bill said. He agreed with uh, Elijah Muhammad on the separation part. Right. Right. That's what he agreed with him on. I got my message, black man. If I had, he was talking about that. By that, that's the part of what they was in agreement with. So they say, ah, yeah, well. but but on another level, I want to think about because the racism stuff. I, I thought about this. Well, I said, this don't make no goddamn sense. I said, okay, I can see that the Klan, they don't like black. Okay, they say they don't like blacks. They don't like homosexuals. But they said they don't like Jews. They hate Jews too. And but you would you look at it like that? Wait a minute, because now the way I think about it, they ain't talking about those damn so-called black Jews because they don't even acknowledge no damn so-called black Jews. They was talking about Jews. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to see somebody some of the Jews you see in New York, y'all so-called European Jews. They they don't hate. They hate Jews too. Like I said, wait a minute though. Ain't they, you think what? Well, ain't Jews fucking white too? So why the fuck you hate? Wait a minute. So you think about it logically. Like wait a minute. That don't make no goddamn sense. 
He white like you, motherfucker. How you, how you hate him? So when I thought, I like that. That don't make no goddamn sense. And y'all go back again. What was that? I think that was Charlotte. I think that was Charlotte. They called it the tiki, uh, the tiki, tiki, tiki light situation that happened in Charlotte. They called it the race ride. But you pay attention to it when the first time it happened when they had them tiki light candles. They were marching. They weren't saying about we hate niggers. Excuse my language. We hate niggers. We hate you damn darkies. They weren't saying that. These were a whole bunch of white boys with tiki light candles. They were saying, we hate Jews. No, they ain't said we hate Jews. Let me correct that. They said, you Jews would never replace us. You Jews would never replace us. That's what they was marching and saying. But they said they was going around, like, teaching racism. And what we thought as as blacks again, we thought about they was out there marching because they hated us. It was a racial march against black folks. Now they say you Jews would never replace us. Now, somebody, y'all go back and find the history and look that damn video up, that ticket, ticket like uh, march or whatever that shit was they had. They said you Jews would never replace us. And y'all know damn well they weren't talking about black folks, but they don't acknowledge us as no. Jews. But you know what? Look at the old tapes of when they were trying to establish Israel over there. You couldn't tell a Jew from an Arab. I sure okay. Mm-hmm. And you and you know what? And you know what? Muhammad Gaddafi was Jewish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. his mother. What what we're seeing now? Matter of fact, when when you see the old films of Japan, ain't no white Japanese. This is a this is a recent phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Ain't, ain't no such thing as a white Jew. This is a recent phenomenon. That's what I'm saying. They, like they, it made sense what they were saying, but everything's been whitewashed. But if you don't accidentally run across some old footage, you think they're crazy, huh? But up to yeah. at the time you see the Klan. I know we we know that there was actually black Jews and so and so, but I'm just saying, when they say because they uh, they specify because notice when in the Klan I've been I went to a goddamn Klan anti-protest whatever they call that shit they say y'all know hear them say we hate niggers because most notice most Jews basically don't say they white but we had the conversation the other day they say we are Jewish mm-hmm. they don't identify with being white so called maybe European they was identify. I, that's why I said sometimes it's kind of difficult. You're like, okay, what's the difference? What the fuck is a Jew? What is so-and-so? Because they'll just be, they, you think, Jew by religion or what the hell is he talking about? So they, But they don't, some of them don't identify saying, well, we white. They say, I'm Jewish. That's how they are put down. Now, even on a, um, I don't know if they got that on some application, but they might have black, white, so-and-so, and you probably put, I'm Jewish. And so, yeah, but that's why I said they, they're not identifying when they're saying we hate Jews. They ain't talking about black motherfuckers now. Because most of the week, like they're saying here, so whites, that, that's why I keep saying this. The, the civil rights, when you go back to the civil rights movement, that's why you got to pay even with that. Because a lot of Jews were being discriminated upon. That's why they, the NAACP was started by who? Fucking so-called Jews. So even with that, you know that he they funded Dr. King. They was 
they was in, involved in that, but too, because against the races and shit, because they had a lot of shit. So that's why I said black people can, we get, we get, we get, uh, we get played by both sides. The fucking crazy ass, yeah. racist white boy, then you got the Jews, and they throwing us out there, like all this shit that's going on, they throw us out there, oh, he don't like you, oh, he don't like, he don't like you, and they put us in the middle and fight. But both of them, the motherfuckers really don't like each other, and they just using us. But it goes something right for a day what J.B. Stoner said in here. He was, well, you said Elijah Muhammad uh, about the um, the Muslim thing in his letter. He said, it is easy to understand because Islam is a nigger religion. It has only been successful among African and mixed breeds and never amongst white people. Never. That's what J.B. <laughs> Stoner said. <laughs> Read that first part again. Oh, damn. Let me go back and find that page. I turned off. Hold on a second. Okay. Damn, where'd it go? Uh, here you go. It says it is it is easy to understand because Islam is a nigger religion. That and it said it is only it has only been successful among Africans and mixed breeds and never among white people. Never. Okay, so yeah, so the Jew is definitely a mixed breed. Because mm-hmm. that's what he's saying, Islam. Cause it go back there. You even think about the Berbers. Yep. The Berbers mix, mixed breeds, aka they say later Moors. That's why he said it was. That's why Malcolm said he was shocked when he seen white Muslim. Because <laughs> last month yeah. it was never done. You're right. Is you rarely see. Well, yeah. Because even the ones that's over there now, the Turks and all them muds and. Uh, from the Ottoman Empire, that's, that's a lot of history going there. A lot of them over mixed because you know what? When he, he he actually said something right here though, told some truth. What? But I not the part when he I don't like the part where he said nigger religion. But he said to understand that Islam is a nigger religion because, like you said, Alpha, we go back, we understand that the original Arabs were actually black or melanated. It was, and Islam was started by them. Right. But, yeah. So, yeah, he, he dropped some stuff. I had some stuff highlighted. He was going in on some stuff. Oh, here, Dave. Okay. And uh, he got some highlighted. He said, let me see. Well, I'm going to find a good one right fast, what he fool said. He said, um, if you were as good as, as white and equal to us, you would not try to force yourselves into white society. You would be happy with the company of your fellow Africans, or is that is the older? No, nah, is the older too much for you? Damn, he says oh, since okay. you niggas don't respect your own race and don't love your own race enough to preserve it, how can you expect white people to respect it? I have more respect for an African who believes in black supremacy and, and racial purity than I do for Africans who hate their own race and try vainly to disown it. I admit the Africans, no, he said, excuse me, I admire the Africans who say that no white man is good enough to shake hands with him. So that's what J.B. Stoner was saying. And he was getting on Elijah Muhammad then for black denying it. And basically he was at the how come they don't associate with Africans? That's what he was kinda of going in. Y'all don't even y'all don't even get along well. This is like ISUPK, fuck Africans. <laughs> that, that's what they teach. And today, don't they teach that day? 
a lot of these camps. I ain't no goddamn African. They sure do. They sure do, even even though even though they claim that black folks ran to Africa fleeing from Roman persecution. Hey, that's something. They hate, they hate Africa, but y'all ran to Africa. <laughs> Hey, that's what I'm... Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say they say they ran out. You know what they say? Mm-hmm. Oh, we we fled in Africa. Well, why the hell would you run to some place you claimed that you couldn't stand? Yeah, yeah they dumbass. You know, they, you, you, you know, if 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 you are blood and you run to a if you you fleeing from uh, getting locked up from the police, right? And you got a warrant out for your ass. Would you run your ass in the Crip neighborhood? If you know Crips is that it can't stand your blood ass, would you run to a Crip? Uh, neighborhood in your blood, fleeing. <laughs> no, you no. rather get locked. You rather get caught by the cops. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, that's, that's what they have to realize. They what they say they don't make no sense. Because mm. all yak and all the motherfuckers they don't make no damn sense. Yeah, they got some foolish doctrine. Yeah, but I go back to that part, like I said, about the racial thing. That's why I said even white people, right, so-called white people, I'm going to throw that make sure I say so-called, they have been had, they have had a shrewd game played on them by some crazy-ass white person who started this shit anyway, that making them think that they're better. See, this racial game, got this, this shit need to end. If somebody would finally got them and sit around and, and think that we, why we can't get along, because somebody put this shit in all of our heads. That's why I like when I should have I need to get my call the Quran and read read that part in the Holy Quran. But um I get it in a minute. But it's like the gang that they think they've been fed this ignorant shit. And that's why some of them some some of the, some children white children now like they ain't playing that game no more. Like man, we don't fuck that. We don't believe I mean even on Rosewood, that little white boy, he didn't like that shit. His daddy was trying to teach him all that racist bullshit. Remember he ran in the movie he ran away. He didn't want it was bullshit. But like even when I, I you know, even the white people though, they they've been had a shrewd game play. Like they try to make us feel like we uh inferior. And they've been played this same silly ass game and make them think somebody fooled them and got them fucked up, making them think they inferior. When we just really start to look at it, man, we all been played by somebody to keep us yep. divided, like I said, so we can't see the real game. Like I said, what they said, strength in numbers, and we all finally realized this shit. What they said, like, what, only 1% of the pop, like the Rothschilds, them all of them, them motherfuckers. Like, hey, man, we've been letting them little motherfuckers run us this whole time, though. And the crazy right. shit, they just been fucking with us just because your skin complexion is a little lighter than mine or yours darker than mine. Bruh, we was, we was like Bible said, how long would you love simple, uh, how you simple ones, how long would you love simplicity? Just something so yeah. simple as that. Damn, dog. It's like, you know, so it is, we got fucked up like that. 
And that's the game that has to be looked at. All that racial bullshit, motherfuckers just look at it. Because like I said, again, I just, but I simply think, I come to Klan, they talking about they hate white folk. Well, they hate other white folk, they call themselves Jews. That don't make no motherfucking sense. Hey. It's a game. But you know what? By you saying that with the younger generation, looking at that crazy, now, let's not this shit, man, and this is a real talk to look, look at this shit right here. You look at Kellyanne Conway, one of Trump's advisors, right? Kellyanne Conway, and I don't know if y'all remember about a year or two ago when Kellyanne Conway was talking that bullshit and her daughter take her being racist as hell because her daughter, I guess, was born with a black guy in school. Uh, I guess she got like a teenage daughter or something. And she said her mom is secretly racist as hell. And she pretty much take her mama and pretty much called her out. I don't know if it was a stunt, but the daughter was like, I'm not going for that shit my mom do. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Her own mom, her, her own mom, she called her own mama out. I'm being serious. During the political, uh, uh, political campaign. Yeah. yeah. So, so Dave, what you're saying is racism was dying. So yeah. they had to bring, they had to bring in some people that have never lived here, don't understand our history, to create another targeted group. Yes, sir. And, and that's what you see. That's what you see with the Asians and the Latinos. That's why they don't like eyes. Right. That's why because, they don't like eyes. Because the story I hear from that side is y'all been here all this time and ain't this shit. That that's the name. Mm-hmm. So, what are you talking about? The blacks. The blacks and what? Hmm. See, that, 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 was, that was a time, and like, like my man said, the only reason the whites even survived is because they were backed by the government. We never were backed by the government. We some strong motherfuckers to still be here. But mm-hmm. now, the, the whites are suffering part of poverty. Well, their, their poverty is starting to equal ours. So now when they bring people from other countries, there ain't none of a shit in their eyes because that's what they said. And that mm-hmm. is right. It's like that racism shit is slipping away because I think about it. They talk about the immigrants coming in, taking over Texas and shit. You remember, Texas was a part of Mexico. Yeah. So they actually taking back the shit that actually, be- well, some would belong to them in the first place. Yeah. It already was because it was a Hispanic guy, Mexican guy, I'd be working with. Now what he was saying, man, he be tell, he be, you know, he be getting me. Now he, now that's dude, that he on some history. Now I'm like, he be a history buff. He knows some history. And we saying, and you go back and look it up, the answer. But 
Uh, he come from a city called Eagle Pass. And but anyway, he was saying, yeah, it was. So when you think about it, man, they taking over Mexico. They taking over Texas. Yeah, that was their shit. <laughs> you know, and, and even with them, they were linked to the Native Americans. They were. You even look at a lot of the Mexican shit. They would look just like the damn ones y'all see with Geronimo and shit like that and Red Bull, Sitting Bull. There's just some of them like now probably be a little lighter skin because the mixing of the uh, Spanish conquistadors as well. But here goes some. Here's the uh, fountain part in the Holy Quran that I was talking uh, talk about. The Holy Quran was saying um, Surah 10, as they say, Surah chapter 10, verse nine, uh, 19, and I read a footnote with it too. It says, mankind was but one nation, but different later, but different later. It had um, it had not been for the word which went forth before the Most High. Uh, there is no difference that would have settled between. But now it goes back to the footnote to kind of explain that. But the part, the first part says, mankind was with one nation, but later a difference came in. Now the footnote says, it says all mankind was created one. And, and now it says a lot, but uh, the Most High's message to mankind is one in in the essence. Excuse me, God damn, I can't read. And the Most High's message to mankind is in in one essence, the message of unity and truth. But as selfishness and egotism got a hold of man, certain differences sprung up between individuals, races, nations. And in his infinite mercy, he sent them messengers and messages to suit their various mentality, to test them by his gift. But the point that really goes into, like I say, how all mankind was created one, one nation. When no goddamn this nation, that nation, all one nation. He said, but through selfishness and egotism, they got a hold to us. Then certain differences sprung up between individuals, races, and nations. And that is so damn true. Because you would think about it. How in the hell we, it, it, that's so true. Because you even think about there was black nations. Whether it was people talk about the Kemites uh, that went up against the, those in Egypt and all of this stuff. And so it 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 was things that sprung up. Now it just really just got all out of whack. You know, because somebody came. Because they tell you, look up racism. The word racism and all that shit didn't come about to such as the etymology didn't come about to this time and that even how we say we black that was created by so-and-so such and such and you know this year and that year and all of this division and people playing into it now like i said we plan into it but like i said we sit back and then we can sit still for a moment and look at it like hey man that's why i keep going back over this we sit back and look at it, and it's like, damn, we all been played with this bullshit. Like people say, you cut your motherfucking arm over, all of us going to bleed red. Well, they said red, yeah. We all gonna, <laughs> You get a white person, sit their ass in the sun too long, what are they going to turn? Their ass going to start turning dark, black, or melanated, or in that color, copper tone. So it's like, again, not just was trying to say we we different species. As well, like you said, they mankind, I can't. I don't go out of the that ass shit. I'm just looking at the point is, because I'm, I'm looking at, we got to get rid of these motherfuckers who causing all this disturbance, chaos in the land. And then we pay attention, man. We got, like I so said, we have a lot of shit. Because like I said, some blacks, I don't fucking get along. I don't like being around. 
yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, just because they black, I got to deal with the motherfuckers and, and deal with cutthroats and, and shit. And then, like, well, you know, white people can help you out. And so it's just silly shit. Yeah, and, and, and I just, yeah. I just tell with, people I'm allergic to, I'm allergic to assholes. Yeah, that's it. Like, that's why I was breaking down on the last show about the opportunity that I was had, you know, to provide for my family. Hell, if it wasn't for, you know, somebody just giving me that opportunity who so-called happened to be what they call white or, or mm-hmm. opening them door. And that was provide for my family. They could have, like, like, fuck you. You know, they ain't had to do that shit. That was to help me provide for my family. And then you, you, you experience true hate behind that, too. Yeah, from a Negro, from a damn Negro, <laughs> several of them. I've brought. It was. I've been on other jobs, and and it was a dude. He bragging around there, talking about he's a. Uh, he's always bragging, talking about he's a minister, youth minister at a church, and all this and bull crap. But anyway, so it, it was a position he had left some and went out of town some. And uh, I had told it, you know, one of the guys, I said, hey, man, you know, I got experience because they ain't had no line lead. I like, man, I got experience in this. And he's all for real. So he made me the line lead. And then anyway, when dude uh, came back, they didn't even give him his position. I was just going to, you know, take over the dude came back. Shit. They, they, they cut his ass and lose all the way. He take now, uh-uh. he the lead for now on. <laughs> he the supervisor. You working under him. But so he had some of his homies that he was clicked up with on the job. But anyway, they did a little bullshit, man, and they ended up cut throat, man, and got me fired because they hated okay. it. When the white boy like, man, uh, uh-uh, no, nah, I've been, I've been, you know, checking your workout with you. No, nah, he gonna, uh, <laughs> he gonna, because the one thing they ain't like when I was, because he didn't like it, because he right here just showing off, talking about he a youth minister and all this, and people were coming to him. Cause one dude would ask me some black. We me and a brother was talking, and he was asking about some Bible, and I was just going in, just breaking stuff down. And they they go to him, ask him, and he would never answer them. He could never give him no answer about nothing. And dude said one day, "Oh, I know who to go. Come here, bro. Look, I know who to ask." Then they come over there and start asking me. Boy, that motherfucker got pissed. Oh, he got hot as a bug. I'm like, damn, why, why you gonna get mad at me? Shit, bro. If they ask you, you don't know the answer. Don't get mad because I know the answer. See, it be silly shit like that. So when they gave me his position, he really got that eight hot then. Oh, yeah. You was just wearing that out. Yeah, but see, that's how Nick Roll, what some people would do, man. They can't. Like, damn, bro. Don't get, that's why I say I don't get mad at a person who's taking advantage of an opportunity. I mean, if the door's open, bro, and you, you didn't, like I told a young dude, man, hey, bro. You did you you was here five fucking years. I'm pretty sure this manager position came over more than one just since I got here, bro. If you didn't take it then, don't get mad. Cause shit, I come over here and I got the position. You should have been got the motherfucking position. I want to fire the shit out of, but the white boy like, no 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 no, don't fire him, don't fire him. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I would go. He like, no, don't fire him, cause you know the white boy talking me like, nah, he talking me out of it. But and I was like, damn, bro, because I was like, hey, man, don't, 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 I was going to get rid of because I, I asked you to do something. You get hot at me. No, nah, you're going to respect me, bro. You're going to respect me as a fucking man. And don't kill me with that bullshit, bro. You had, you know, I just, I just felt some type of way. Don't, don't get mad at me, bro. 
listen, I ain't, I ain't issue. When you set your ass around here playing the whole time. So he'll eventually, he, he quit. He'll eventually quit. Yeah. Um, so. yeah. I know we talk about the end of racism, but what do you think would happen if uh, there was no longer a Republican or Democratic Party? Mm. We had what we call consensus governance, right? And individually, we had to agree or disagree. Now, the people that agree, good for you. You do that. The people that disagree mm-hmm. don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because this yeah. blanket, this blanket uh, dictatorship shit is destroying America. Well, it's destroying mm-hmm. the fucking world. Yeah. You know, because I, I have not met a single individual that has the courage and the ability to govern for me. Only I can do that. Only only Sunray can govern Sunray. Only mm-hmm. David Israel can govern David Israel. You know, it should, everything should be on an individual basis. Well, brother, do you know? Do you remember the history? I remember studying this. I got a book over there somewhere. The demo, democracy, something like that. Yeah, democracy, something. But it goes in and talk about how when they claim, what they say now, I'm just gonna say how they say it. The so-called founding fathers found this country. They said they never wanted a two-party system. They never wanted it because it would divide the country. That's what they. That's what they said. And. Yep. I think it was, was it Thomas Jefferson, one of them, started that bullshit, and he came up with, started the Democratic Party. And that, and it went from there, bam. But they said, they, but the original out they never wanted a two-part system, kind of like what you're saying now. They never wanted that in the, in the, in the beginning, because they said it would divide the country. Right, and they never wanted this, what they call a government structure, not like this. The government was only there, was there to secure your rights. That's it. Yep. Paying, paying taxes, licenses, registration, all these fees, that yep. was never part of the deal. They flipped the script. They were public servants. They were no more than a fucking uh, paid employee. Yes, all of a sudden, the employees all of a sudden own the fucking company, and we trying to figure out how the fuck that happened. Yep. They, yep. They bought in that damn government, I mean, a control mechanism controlling you through politics. Well, the, money, the money the money, changes. Yep. Hey, That's it. Hey, but I'm going to tell you something, man. This is something I, I talk about all the time. When you're getting into, even when you're getting into Torah, the blueprint for uh, for the system is pretty much Torah. Like if you're talking about government, Torah teach you about self-government. So that even when we do talk about uh, parties and shit, we can have our own party if we wanted to. And we really did follow Torah. And that's why they're trying to get rid of the Torah. That's why they're trying to get rid of the Bible so much, especially the Torah. If black people really got on Torah study, 
that pretty much the outline of self-government is the Torah. Well, that's, that's similar to the conversation we had, man, uh, somewhere about every man is responsible for his own salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. You, you're right. It, it goes that deep. But, Dave, you know America does utilize a lot of the Torah. It was based upon a lot of Torah foundation, or the Mosaic Law and certain things. It is in there. As long as they do, call, like I said, they call themselves a Judaic Christian nation. So it, 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 a lot of it is in there but not fully operating. And that's why I said, man, see, I think I'm about to say this like this. I, I want to try to break it down on a class, but I just got to have it to word it right. And I think this was a lot of so-called Israelites don't, they don't understand. And I'm, I'm going to say it like this. They don't understand. They don't really understand Torah, they own self. They don't. People say, well, if we say it's easy, we got to follow Torah. Okay, which portions are you talking about? Because you got to tell me a division. That's why I was saying on one video there. Tell me a division because it's made up of many things. You read the book, but there's many functionalities of that Torah. You have, and I know blacks, they bore that. Damn, I'm going to say something they're going to hate for me to say. There's a religious aspect to the Torah. Yes, I said a religious aspect. or You want to say spiritual aspect to the Torah in there. And you just got to know how to what to divide parts to it. When you talk about the temple and all that ritual, that's dealing with the spiritual religious aspect of it. That, but then you got other aspects of it. I mean, of it that was Moses was giving. That was saying this. Notice it was saying when you get ready to go into the land, you're gonna do this. He was establishing you getting ready to what establish your nation, your government. So you got basically giving you your constitutional rules when you go in the other nation. But now Israelites don't, they don't look at the Torah like that because number one, they don't really understand ancient literature. That's why you go back to the, uh, what's the old, the Hittite laws, the laws of Hammurabi and all of these. Bible, man, we have been, this, that's why I said it's the most read book, but the most misunderstood book in the dang on world. And that's why people just saying you got to start the Torah, but that's that's a that's a okay. We got to get into the real breakdown. What do you mean? What do you mean you study right. Torah? What what Torah? Okay, because a lot of the stuff we can't do today. We got to keep the laws. What law? We can't keep the laws. We gonna keep we. I'm saying what we can't keep because a lot of that stuff that's in there that Moses was talking about is not applicable to us today. We don't do that. We don't. Do, we can't do a lot of this stuff because time have changed. We don't do all that today. Like it was done, so when notice Moses was, no, I said it's deep, bro. This this thing is real deep. It ain't deep when you understand, but it's deep because you got to dig deep in to really get the understanding contextual. Because number that one, that's why I keep saying, quit thinking like this Bible is actually talking to you today. No, Moses was having a conversation. You reading about conversations that Moses that people were having way back then. Now you can you can you can based some principles off of it today. But when Moses was talking, he was actually talking to the people way back then and telling them what they need to do and how they were going to do something. That's what, that's what I risked these goddamn crazy-ass Israelites. I'm going to say it. I'm, I might be disrespectful, but they, they, they need to realize this. You in a whole different time and frame. You can't, you, you, we saying go back to the Torah. 
So you're going to go back. We're not, we're not in horses and buggies and shit no more. We don't, we're not doing a lot of this stuff that they did. It's a whole different thing. So even with that, you have to learn how to reinterpret some of the laws that fit today. That's one thing I would say to Jews that we might disagree with them on. But that's why they look at certain things and, like, see how, okay, how this law applicable for us today, you know, Torah teaching. How, that's why they say they argue with the Talmud. Okay, how will we use this today? And I was trying to think of something off the top of my head. But go ahead, I, mean, I heard you were going to say something. But I'm trying to find oh, something. I, I see. I still got my horse and buggy. <laughs> you still got your horse and buggy. <laughs> so you've been, you been down there hanging out with the Amish. Amish, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got this this big-ass dog pulling me around the yard. Oh, oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ouch, uh, like a, uh, what you got, like a black stallion? He, where he, 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 he's a gunmetal uh, bully. Yes, sir. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's... Yes, sir. But I tell you, like some laws that are still that's still applicable. Like you go into the Book of Leviticus, like the sexual laws. Don't be sleeping with your neighbor. I mean, don't sleep with your daddy, your your daddy's wife, your daddy's sister-in-law, your auntie. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's still applicable today. So I'm saying, so it is when we just can't really just we got to get back to Torah because now you got to talk about what part of the Torah because there's civil laws in it. There's religious rights to it. Part. That's what I be trying to get people. What part are you talking about? And they don't know because in one part they're missing. When we even like I said, and and these Negro these Negro lights. I know I'm, I got to cut that out. They not. They not. They don't want to know. They don't want to deal with the religious part of it. Because when you talking about sacrifices and cause that's why I keep saying I said in the video. But when you even start talking about the God part of it, you talking about a spiritual part or a religious part. God ain't got nothing to do with your damn government. That's the religious aspect of it. That's why I say when you read the book, it's so much to it because you're reading an ancient text and how they thought in their day and their time. So you got a problem when you start talking about God. That's the spiritual aspect of it. And you got to separate that from the, the part about the nation-building part. And that's the part people ain't getting. They're not getting. And that's well, why there's so much damn confusion. Go ahead, bro. And, and what I see a lot of people uh, unable to do is discern the difference between outward and inward reading. A lot of a lot of what I read, it's really just for me because my battle is with against my flesh. You know, when they speak mm-hmm. of sacrifice, I have to look at myself and see what what do I, you know, I'm, I'm overindulging in something. I need to cut back. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I got to get my flesh back in tune with my spirit. Yes, it doesn't. Matter. It doesn't necessarily mean a, a outward thing I need to do. Nine times out of ten is more inward it's just to build build you. Mm-hmm. And bro, and that's why I got this book over here called the uh, Torah for Dummies. Damn, we've been getting ready to go over. It's been one minute. It's been getting ready to cut off. But I know we still can talk, but it's gonna stop recording uh, in one yeah. minute. But. Even in that book, Torah for Dummies, it teaches you there are certain things that you do not take literal. It's not meant to be literal taking. Right. 
And they say all biblical scholars even acknowledge that. They, it's certain things is not a literal point where they come to the Torah. But there's a teaching tool in it. It's not meant to be yeah. literal. Right, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you something I think, about, I think about. Like, parting of the Red Sea. I know somebody probably, you ain't no damn real Israelite. You don't believe in the Bible. You front, Aria. Well, you say what you want. But I look at it like this. Even in today, I put things in our perspective how today. Because, like, for me, like, sometimes when I used to read it, it make it seem like these, it's like, because I'd be like, okay, well, how these things ain't happening today then? Like, you know, we read in the Bible, I said, man, come on, this ain't like some superhero stuff. But I started looking at it like, okay, these are certain things, natural occurrence, because I think how people would say today. But going back to part of the Red Sea, now, I said, people are like, you ain't no real Israelite. You, come on, bro. You you, you, you tripping now, Ariad. But the pardon of the Red Sea, and I think about reading when I read the literature and think about certain things. It could, things, certain things that people looked at and might have looked at, it was natural occurrences, a nature of some things that happened. And they might write about it or say, well, man, see, there was God did that. See, God, like, I'm trying to think of something. Like the hurricanes, and sometimes we get the hurricanes. Y'all hear people say this here. See, God don't like ugly. That's why the hurricane came through Mississippi or Tennessee and tow down so-and-so, this, that, and another. And that can be written down somehow. Yep, yep, sure did. That was God did that because they knew, man, them folk, like we say, passing LGBT rights. God did that. Now, what if somebody... This, this, this writing all this down, a scribe, and writing down, writing this down, and saying that hundreds of years from now, we reading this book that this somebody wrote. Yeah, God, God tore down this, you know, uh, hit Nashville, Tennessee, because they was up there and uh, doing homosexual stuff up there in Nashville, and he just sent that tornado down there. See, that's, that's how I look at So the part, it's like certain things, I hope I'm making sense, but it's some natural things that people looked at, like, and it, you can see in all different cultures, they, they had this thing, see, the gods don't like that. Even Roman and Greek, the gods are angry, you know, because it started thundering, and like, ooh, god damn, the gods are angry. We can't do that. Because <laughs> I was looking at, I was looking at a lot of the, the stuff they talk about Jupiter and all that. Hey, you can't do that. Jupiter don't like that. Zeus don't like that. That's... So it's like certain things, and that's why everything you pay attention to, how a lot of things is cosmology. They link things to cosmology. It's thundering. That's the God. So-and-so, the moon, the so-and-so. That's is linked to a certain cosmology. So even in we reading in the Israelite tradition and everything, they say certain things happen. It was certain things that happened natural, and they equated to God did that. I'm not saying it's wrong, but you got we got to understand the psyche how they thought, even with us today. Because we say nature now, because sometimes you do go against nature, and, you know, like we see it happening today, and nature will whoop your ass because <laughs> we're going against destroying the planet. So we waited to God, but like I said, we got to understand ancient literature and how they thought and get back into the mind of okay, how did they think like that, and what was it think the the mindset. And a lot of it is poetic because they, man, those be back in those, when you go back to the ancient Sumerian doctrine and all that, you would see a lot of these stories were poetic uh, writings and they spoke in poetic ways to teach lessons, even in Africa, a lot of stuff. 
it, it's like I said, it has to be some real thing to be studied, man, and, and go in. There's a lot of stuff I don't need. That's why I do the YouTube. I don't want. I don't go into a lot of stuff like I want to because I know some of them ain't gonna be able to take it. That's why they can't even figure out the video. People, I did that video over a year ago, bro. Alpha Mel, about Jesus being the king of uh, how was Jesus the king of Israel and he never sat on the throne as a king. They still ain't figuring that shit out yet. They still arguing with me in the comments of a video I did a year ago on that. They can't comprehend what I'm saying on that. Yeah. It's it's deep because I have a crazy way of looking at it, too. Before all the distractions, uh, the noise, the, the power lines, the automobiles, the chaos. Mm-hmm. Like, what what could what could our spiritual acumen be without all these distractions? Mm. Like, like we, I agree that you know, like you said, some of it's poetic and some of it's natural occurrences, but without all these distractions. How much could we interact with nature? How much would nature interact with us? Mm. There you go. You you have some people that totally separate themselves from anything and everything. And they have this strange ability to, how how do I put it? They, They can almost see what your issue is. Yeah. Like they're they're very clear. Like um I I met this doctor and he he was what I would call a super nerd. And <laughs> all he did was study. He wasn't into cars and women and all that. But I walked in and he just looked at me and he told me why I was in so much pain. Mm. And I was like, Really? But me being as, as, I don't know, I, I can kind of feel people. You know, when he wanted to do MRI, and I said, sure. And sure enough, he was dead on it without ever touching it. So it makes me wonder how if we are not influenced by all the negativity in the world, just how intact we can be with the, 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 the spirit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. could, could I at some point have the power to desire and pray for rain and get it. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like we we don't know because we're constantly distracted from the moment yeah. like they said, the bright lights hit us, the umbilical cord is cut. They they jab you with a hundred needles with poison in it. We we have no idea what we're capable of. Yeah. But you remember what you what you said? Remember that they said the Native Americans used to do the rain dance. Yeah. Now, how true. I wanted it. Well, there's, 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 there's out there. I don't know if it's a fable. It's easy, right? But what you're saying, bro, we studied, we, we learned this as Nawabians. It's in the Holy Tablet, Dr. Yorkshire used to say. We used to say it's alignment time. It's alignment time. Mean we got to align ourselves and get back in line with. Which, like I said, nature and on the right vibrations with nature. 
and vibrate and get back in tune. That's why he said back, back in tune. A lot of those he said we got to get back in tune or it's alignment time. Like you said, just that's why he just tell say man. Uh, that's why I like thought people say he said get up out of the like got out of New York, went down like to the Georgia. So you got to get out of them damn cities and get out of them concrete jungles. That's what he said. The concrete cities and shit because you can't really. Uh, like you said, bro, because like you're down, we in all these big ass major cities. Like back then, like I said, wasn't none of that. Like you said, wasn't none of these major concrete. You walking on concrete and all this bull crap. You really not being truly grounded with uh, uh, the vibrations of the planet. You know, that's yeah. why I remember somebody said, "Man, go outside, take your shoes off, walk in the grass, barefoot." get in tune and feel the vibration. And I remember we used to do. Now I know a lot of this probably might say. Um, it goes back to the Hindus, maybe that the tone, but that pain that actually worked. I used to do it when I had a toothache. You remember that there was a thing we used to call the Om prayer, and we sit there and and, and you had a breathing party go with it, like Om. You kind of start low and you bring it, and I pro- bruh, I used to I used to look. I ain't did it in a long time. I used to start back doing it actually too, because that pain I'm telling you, you felt something, the vibration. That vibration, really? and I used to have a toothache. I used to say, "Damn, it should be hurting so bad." One day I'm like, "Man, I don't know. I, when work, I'm like, "Damn, I just started doing it." All of a sudden, like, let me do the own, and I started doing it own, and I start. You feel your body actually vibrating. I'm like, "Damn," yeah. and it actually helped my yeah. toothache stop. And I remember Doctor yep. York said, even when you pray, like in Arabic, he said, "You notice like certain prayers and how you do it." He said, "Cause you like how you pronouncing certain things in Arabic, you chanting." He's just a certain um, a form of uh, uh, he said in vibrating. He said, "So you doing the Arabic, trying to get it right? You vibes praying in Arabic and chanting, even certain things in that year. How you pronounce it? You you you're vibrating as well with that." And I was like, "Damn, you sure in the hell ain't lying?" So a lot of it made sense. Yep. yep. So it like we always had some time of alignment, and like you saying, bro, and that's what a lot of it is, and that's why they said pray I and mean, meta prayers good. But when you sit in there and you meditate, emptying yourself out from everything. I'm I'm gonna send you this video uh, if I can. It's this X witch. I think you did Jesus. send it. I haven't got a chance to okay. look at it. I think you did. I seen something in the email. Let me go back, bro. I think yeah, I hadn't got it because I keep saying, "Damn, I gotta go back." I gotta start back being on my my game by checking my emails more frequent. Let me see. I, I saw it. Damn. Hold on. I got, I got, you go ahead and talk, brother. I'm, I'm fine. I, I seen something. Well, yeah. Yeah, you got Which reveal what happened to believers' prayer. Pray. Yeah. I'm going to click this yeah. so I can go ahead and make sure. Yeah, go ahead, brother. I got hey. Hey, brothers. I got to get on, go to sleep, got to go to work in the morning. So I'll talk to y'all later. All right, no problem. And uh, and, uh, I'm going to have a lecture for tomorrow. I got it. Stay tuned. I'm going to have me a lecture for tomorrow night. So I like to say shalom, shabbat shalom. Good chopping up with y'all. See y'all later. Shalom. All right, Dave. Yeah, yeah, I got it right here, I man. I got, I got to sit. I got to watch. I clicked it on so I can make sure I get in here. Yeah, but check, check it out. And like, you see that? That's where my mind goes. There, it's like 
I can't be the only one that feels this power. Like, I can't. You can't verbally explain it. Mm. My wife just. My wife just says we're God's favorite, but <laughs> it's, it's deep, and and it only gets deep when I unplug. Mm. And and you you know when you're out of alignment because things start to take effect. Like you like simple stuff. Like yeah. you've never tripped. You've never tripped on this particular carpet in 15 years. And now all of a sudden you're tripping on this carpet, but that's just one small symptom of your total alignment because something's off. If you pay attention to that one little thing, you know you're out of line. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, because years ago, I don't know how long we've been doing this blog talk, but I used to speak about prayer and how the most effective prayer, and I, I didn't know about the humming, I was curious about why, you know, sometimes I'll watch people pray and it sound more like they were singing. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 